In the shadows of New York's Manhattan skyline resides a little-known radio program hosted by two men no one has ever heard of. It's a place where idiocracy runs free and rarely a point is made. Kieran. The size of some of the c***s of some of these NFL players could probably play Huey football. Okay. This segment brought to you by Mercedes-Benz. Rocket. I get it. I fucked up. I'm sorry. Now get over it. Let me do my goddamn job that I love and I want to do. Together, these men will work to bring you laughter at any cost, even if that means sacrificing their own egos or well-being. So wherever you might be, put your brain on standby. Sit back and relax. Lunatic Radio starts now. Broadcasting live from New York. Fuck it. Word up. Uh, live number to call into the radio program, 646-233-4045. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Right? I like to call it amateur hour. <laughs> Listen to you. I got an Irish last name. Yeah. <laughs> And an Irish first name, dude. What do you think my name is? African or some shit? Cursed twice in the first. <laughs> Whatever. Who cares? What up, everybody? Welcome to the program. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Literally, our listening base is falling off the map on this day because everybody's drunk and passed out by the time the Are program's they, on the air. It's a Monday! Kidding me? You what? listen to the uh, radio morning shows. Everybody's bombed already. In the that's morning. Not, that's drinking. Not good. That's not a good state of affairs with you. Yeah. Our, our society. Well, hopefully, uh, like every other St. Patrick's Day, uh, no one really celebrates St. Patrick's Day on St. Patrick's Day. All the parades are like weeks beforehand in their designated town around the country. Right, and on weekends. And on weekends. So by the time St. Patrick's Day rolls around, you're just like, oh, it's just another day. It's Monday. You know, because you're done celebrating it. <laughs> I think the only, uh, I think uh, New York City is the last one to do the parade. Well, of course, they got to do it on the and day. And they actually do it on the day. As they, it should be. I'm sure they do the same thing in Chicago and, and uh, Boston, I would imagine. Everybody else is just like, who cares? The Irish stink anyway. Did you celebrate the day today? No, I didn't. Uh, I, I, I went uh, over the weekend. I saw people in green. And I was like, ah, good. There, it is. there, there you are. I forgot. It's that time of the year. Right. For those people to come out. Yeah. Word up. Welcome to the program. It is Irish Day, so I guess I'll play some Irish music for the folks. I hope the Mets wore their green jerseys today. I they did. See. I watched a little spring training. Hey, hey, look at that. Not the Mets. I didn't watch that. Oh, that's too bad. You missed some quality baseball then. <laughs> is that what they're playing? <laughs> there you go, Rock. Everything sucks that Irish people do, even dancing. That's not nice. It is really it does. What is the Irish step dance? Nothing. The, the Irish jig, right? 
we were or talking about River that Dance, right? River Dance, right? River With Michael Flatley. Remember that guy? Did he play hockey or something yeah. like that. Only blonde Irishman I know. Anyway, that guy is Michael Flatley. Yeah, it, Irish step dance is nothing. You know why it's nothing? Why? This is why. This is why Irish step dancing is nothing. If you've seen somebody solo dancing the Irish step dance, you're just like, "What are you doing?" But you have to put. When Michael Flatley did a show, he had 86 people on stage doing the same movement, and you're like, "Oh, that's something." Yeah, right. That's a lot of synchronization. The dance is nothing. When you need to get 86 people to do it, and it is synchronized, that means it's something. Right. So the Irish step dance, in and of itself, the movement. If one person's doing it, it's nothing. You just look like an idiot. There's no talent to it. I can't do it, but I'm Irish. Most things you do by yourself, though, one would look like an idiot, though. You know, but if you do it amongst a group of clearly people. masturbation. Yeah. If you're doing it in a group of people, it's, yeah. it's, it's awesome. Most, I mean, no, it's the what? most amazing thing ever. <laughs> Blowing flowers all over the place. <sighs> well, it's like a garden of stuff. Right? Exactly. <laughs> Full-fledged pollination. Right. A lot of uh, pollen flying around. You know, but it's like, you know, like a chorus line. You know, like the, uh, right. you know, on Broadway there, you know, just one woman, like, lifting her legs up and down. Right. She's called a hua. But, you know, you get a group of them in a row. You call it a Broadway phenomenon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, what, I mean, the Rockettes, for example. What do they do? Yeah, Kick no, their yeah, legs them. Up. Them, yeah. There has to be 30 of them to make it something. Right. If it's one of them doing it. Yeah, right. She's just the girl that's very productive. She's Miley Cyrus. Right, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so everything in groups is better. Yeah, circle jerk, exactly, see? you know. But I can jerk. say this about the Irish, everything Irish. Oh. The food sucks. The only thing good is the beer, of course. Um, but the food sucks. No, come on. Like a the good, music stinks. A good beef stew in Guinness, that's, that's good. That's good eats right there, sir. Like like sim like you know like um, marinating in some Guinness and whatnot and then oh it's yummy no, that's no. Are you gonna have that on any other day other than St Patrick's Day? No, I'd eat that on any other like in the middle of July. You ever go to good like Irish a good Irish pub? I and, uh, yeah, they get drinks. <laughs> that's a fact. And lose my mind. <laughs> they give you the menu and you're just like get rid of this. <laughs> right. Be gone with this nonsense. Where is the beer? Irish food. Yeah, they boil a lot. You want right? some soda bread? Never. Soda do I bread's want that. good. I no. mean, although, yeah, right. What other day would you have it? <laughs> Corned beef and cabbage? No, <laughs> I don't want that. Very it's a weed. It makes you gassy. Yeah, who wants that? It smells like shit, and it makes you gassy. <laughs> Nobody wins. And Irish coffee? How about that? Irish coffee's great because there's liquor in it. It is a beverage. That's true. But like food wise, you know, you got the uh, I don't know that that stew. Is a chicken pot pie Irish? Is it like... Probably, because it, it's horse it, shit, too. No, it is not! I, I gotta imagine a chicken. I'm sure it is, right? Chicken pot pie? Chicken is not... No, chicken is not of Irish descent. <laughs> we cannot trace back the chicken back to ye old Irish days. Brian Monroe's insane saying corned beef and cabbage is good. Well, yeah. He's a unique guy. I never had, the only I, time you can ever listen to this music is when you're completely hammered. Corn and Irish pub or some sort of Irish uh, atmosphere. And any time anybody in the past has ever listened to this music, it's been like elderly men are men in their 50s going, uh, trying to remember their past, and they're hammered. They don't enjoy the music. It just reminds them of other times they were hammered. If I was in like some sort of Irish atmosphere, I wouldn't mind hearing this. 
This is a nice. This right. is fun. When this everybody's is hammered, no one enjoys this music. <laughs> I don't even think the people playing this music enjoy playing it. I don't think they're sober either. No, <laughs> it's like this is not what I wanted. I wanted to be the next U two. I didn't want to play this horse. Right. Shit. I don't know. I think it's nice. I think it's very. It's tranquil in its own little way. What do you want to hear? Uh, Dropkick Murphys all night? You want no, to hear that? Irish? No. Heading back to Boston. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up, you 1992 bullshit. Not that old. Yeah, whatever it is. Like four years I'm old. I'm sure they're nice guys. I don't know anything about are. them. I don't know anything about them. Yeah. So happy Irish Day. That's as much as celebrating I'm doing for it. Ugh. I never, never like, never. I guess I'm gonna have to at some point go back and go to a parade. But what's the point of a parade? Other what do you than mean? what's the point of a parade? It's, it's, like they're so pointless. Are they? Do you really like? You get to see like floats, and you people get to just see... walk by you. Yeah, <laughs> it's it. It's like standing on a street corner, just on any other day, <laughs> just watching people walk by. It gives, like, a marching bands something to do. Right. It's pomp and circumstance, Kieran. Come on. There's no point. Can we just enough with the parades? You don't want any parades now, either? Let's <laughs> get rid of them. I want you to become president. Just A so bunch of can... people walking a line from one place to another, and at the end, there's no, like, g- payoff. I would pay handily, sis, to see you president. And just see you, like, change all these things. Be gone with these parades you speak of. Thanksgiving Day Parade? Is that even a parade anymore? No one's allowed out, ever. Macy's Day Parade? Is that a parade? You don't like that? Come on! A bunch of people. The Thanksgiving Day Parade! It gives Matt Lauer and the other douchebags a day of work, and, and then people lip-sync to half it the time. It rings in the holiday season, Kieran! Yeah, it's a stepping stone to like get us prepared for Christmas. Right! Pointless. That's not pointless. It gets no, because Christmas, the, the decorations in Home Depot begin in August. I know when freaking Christmas is coming. I don't need the Thanksgiving Day Parade to tell me. Parades are pointless. That's what I'm saying. Puerto this, Rican Day Parade is when all the felons can come out. Apparently and celebrate. This, this portion of the Old Man Withers Hour brought to you by Denture Cream. <laughs> Super Polygrip. Tired of these I get the drunk and go to sleep and I bang my wife. Blah, 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 blah. Haven't paid everything. Whatever. Oh, Haven't truth. paid a bill in years. I'm drunk. Irish. Let's be Irish together. Ugh, shut up. What's the matter, Kieran? My- Do you, did you miss out in like past years? Is that what it is? Are you angry because you missed out on the festivities in the past? Oh. me? <laughs> Hanging out when I'm growing up with my family? Every night was Irish night. <laughs> fucking. <laughs> fucking burnt steak. Swamp rice agreement. You've seen one parade, you've seen them all. Yeah. One person walking out, walking from here to there. It's it. So parades are the equivalent of cooch, essentially. You know. Seen one, you've seen them all. <laughs> Not a great analogy, Rock. <laughs> but I'll go with it. <laughs> oh, here's a new one. So you know what? Uh, Ryan Seacrest is never going to be spinning the latest Irish jig music. Why would he? That's what I'm saying. It's pointless music. Because Ryan Seacrest ain't on it? Could you tell me if this was like produced like in 1920s or 
the, the late eighties. Mm. You can't tell when that's Irish actually is. tough to determine. Yeah. Right? You cannot tell. It, this could be the latest shit out of Ireland. I don't know. Is there like a like an Irish funk master flex that's just like talking over this in Ireland? Yeah. Ye old flex. Is there the, the latest Irish music? I'm gonna just Google that on YouTube. I think. See if I can find it. The latest, latest <laughs> Irish music. There we go. Uh, uh Mark Gunn, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I can't tell if that's a guy or not. All right, all right here we go. Funkmaster Flanagan. <laughs> let me see. Let me see. Let's see if this is actual the latest Irish music. I'm I bet having, you it sounds just like the shit we were playing. I'm having fun. Above the kitchen fire, it's long and brown. And one day with the boy's desire, I climbed and took it down. My father's eyes in anger flashed. He cried, what have you done? She left it where it was That's my old Fenian gun I followed it with love and pride I looked it o'er and o'er I placed it on my shoulder By the shoulder way, this is, this is from an I album Oh, uh, Fenian Gun is the latest Irish rebel song released by Mark on Mark Gunn's album, Not Every Day is St. Patrick's Day. That's true. That's the title of this dude's album. Not Every Day is St. Patrick's Day. You can't, you can't, you can't uh, argue with a guy that's accurate. His next album's going to be called Every Day Ends in Y. But broken were our golden hopes. I was long months on the run. Ugh, no wonder why Irish people have never come That up. is pretty depressing. Yes, Jesus Christ. I don't think. Well, you know. You know what? It's the weather over there. It they is. had a it's sunny just, day in decades. It's very moist out there. A lot of, a lot of gray and moisture. <laughs> Colin Farrell was our, our greatest export, I think. At least the chicks like him or something. Waffle saying sounds like Morrissey jerking off. Well, that's interesting. <laughs> that puts it in perspective. Morrissey's bad, but when Morrissey's got an Irish accent, it's even worse. The ground we won, and not disgrace the cousin. Is that a harpsichord in the background? Apparently, he found one someplace. <laughs> like I'm just gonna play this. It'll be a good idea. I place it up. Oh, what an awful! What just. <laughs> Mark Gunn, shoot yourself. <laughs> yeah, really? You're halfway there, buddy. Use that gun. <laughs> Ugh, I, don't I don't know. know. I don't know. It's, you know, it's it's a festive time. It's like Cinco de Mayo. It's like, you know, there's no real reason, but you just... It breaks up the monotony of life, Kieran. You gotta look at it that way. <laughs> you know, you just kind of break things up. Here's the funny thing. I just went on uh, YouTube. I, first, I, I, I googled the latest Irish music, sure. and then I was just like, well, that Irish music is very depressing. The one we just played by Mark Gunn, who should use it on himself. Um, then I just uh, I, I googled latest Irish happy music, and it brings me back to the initial music I was playing. <laughs> There's only two songs out of Ireland. Uh, uh, what awful shit. Oh, what is this shit? Sounds African. I don't know. It 
what you have. And their I videos suck. Happy. Their videos are of like uh, long shots from pastures and castles that have been run down for centuries. Well, that's you know that's, that's what a, Ireland is, right? That's all. I they really, they really don't have much of an MTV over there. And she, MTV. I don't know. I think it's nice. I think it's fun. What St. Patrick's Day? Sure, it's like a Cinco de Mayo, or uh, I don't know. I don't know. Earth Day or something. Did they have Italian Day? Italian Day? Uh, yeah, Columbus Day, uh, technically. Is that it? It's like the Italians Day. Uh, you guys got, you guys got the shift. <laughs> I know, really, you don't do much for that Italian Day. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. There's Irish Day. Turn your sets off. We're going home now. I'm having a beer. Yeah. You know? What are you drinking there, Rock? I'm drinking a Harpoon White IPA. Yeah. Where I'm starting. See where the, see where the evening goes. It's going to go someplace. You know what I'm sick of? Everything? Besides everything? The goddamn Malaysian air crisis. How? Well, last week we talked, it was breaking news last week. It was. It was. It was. It was. We were right there. We were. We were on the cusp of breaking news. And they're still at the same point a week later with the story. It is the rare time in lunatic radio history where after a show... The news is still relevant. Like, we were able to go through an entire show span, and a, and a news story still be relevant. I swear to God, I flicked on CNN this afternoon looking at Wolf Blitzer, and he's losing his mind. It's he's, awful! There's so many... I'm so confused. If you miss, like, a day of paying attention to the Malaysian air crisis, where did the plane go thing? If you miss a day, you are so behind. You have you have to like the, all the theories and crap that come out right. of where it might. You're so behind and so confused of what's happening. It's it's amazing. See, I, I see. That's funny you say that because I would completely disagree. Because they're just they could they could get you caught up in three minutes. They'd be like, okay, this is what we thought yesterday. We thought this happened. We thought that happened, <laughs> and we thought this might have happened. But yeah, we still actually have no facts. Let's move on to the next topic. Right. But they, they, the way that they compile all this, they go through hours of breaking down a theory that is, is it's just <laughs> a thought. It's just a thought. It's not even real. There's no real facts behind it. They're just giving random scenarios at this point. And what's the kicker of it all that I hate? I don't mind this, like, ridiculous. I mean, whatever. They got to fill time. So that mm. that's on them. It's not breaking news. Get rid of the breaking news lower third. It is not breaking news that you're thinking. Well, here's every, a, every here rumor a, that a, uh, you know, shows itself is breaking news. A rumor is not breaking news. Well, in this day and age, it is, it sh- Rock. Well, it shouldn't be. It but should not if, be. If, if uh, CNN's, uh, they have these two arcs now. Uh, yeah, showing where the oh, plane boy, might yeah. be. It's almost if, it bur- gets, if it gets any larger, it's going to be just a circle around the entire right. Earth. You know? Right, exactly. But it goes to show you how how little they know about where this flight is. It could be anywhere in this gigantic circumference, with his, which is like like a, a huge percentage of the globe, right. essentially. And they and they, I guess, from what I heard, uh, they say it avoided radar contact because it either went to forty five thousand feet or it flew at five thousand feet. Right. It could be anywhere. It could be anywhere. It could be anywhere. It's it's just nauseating. I'm like, just stop covering it and just revisit it when you when the thing is discovered someplace. Well, that's the thing. I, that's, I've been like so enthralled by this whole because it's crazy. It is crazy. It is. Nuts. But now I'm getting to the point. I turn on CNN 
and they're still just doing theories, and I just shut off immediately. Like I once they like, they're just talking about theories, I, I, you could tell right away if they're doing facts or just potential theories or just yeah. ideas that they're just passing around. Essentially, they're like brainstorming what might have happened. Like I don't like. <laughs> You're supposed to give the facts in the news, not like just like, well, you know, what if this happened kind of a series. Some sort of flight simulator was uh, discovered at one of the pilot's houses. I guess it was confiscated. Uh, I don't know what the hell they're talking about. Some, it got to the point, like all the rumors, it got to the point where some there was some dude uh, in, in like at two o'clock in the afternoon today on CNN. He has this big uh, like CGI thing in front of him of a plane. Right. And he's like. Well, the plane could have done this. It could have tailed another plane, so it would have been uh, hidden by the shadow of the other plane on the radar screen. I'm like, seriously, are we at that point where it's doing like some Days of Thunder shit <laughs> yes, to another rubbing plane? Racing. <laughs> I was gonna say, that. are we at the rubbing racing theory <laughs> with the planes? I'm like, when I watched uh, <laughs> Top Gun, I thought there was a thing called Jet Wash, and they would spin you out of control. So I don't know how true this is. Does the pilot say I'm dropping the hammer? I was like, what producer pulled this out of the newsroom? And she's like, yeah, hey, go with this theory. You know, we'll fill some time with that. I'm like, really? Yeah. It's, 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 I don't know why they're trying to fill so much time with this. And they're like, it could have landed and, and all, like Gawker had a, had a thing out and it, it pinpointed all the locations in that region of the area where it could have landed. Mm. Um, and I'm just thinking, I'm just, I'm just like, ah. I was like, who, who's going to just take that plane and put it somewhere and not, and have it be a mystery. And well, what's the point of that? <laughs> like what, what organization or, or what person is going to take that plane with all those people on it, land it secretly somewhere, and just have it be a mystery. Right. What's the point of that, you know? Well, I mean, that's the thing with the, and that's the, that's the intrigue of this whole situation, is like, there is no, this, this is thing the, crashed. This is the first, well, you're, you're, but you don't know. You really don't know. I don't know. You don't know. Look, you just pulled a CNN. You just pulled a blitzer right there. You're just guessing. <laughs> I just pulled an Anderson Cooper. <laughs> yeah, really? I really don't know. I got you my Abercrombie Fitz shirt on, and I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Usually when I put on this shirt, this Abercrombie Fitz shit. Right. And I'm on location, I know, because I'm Anderson Cooper. <laughs> right. But that's and that's what's so interesting about this. This is this is the first time in really you know aviation like modern aviation history that a plane's basically just disappeared without no evidence of where it might be. You know, <laughs> but it's not fair to be oh it crashed. You don't know. You really don't know. We should get Nancy Grace on this subject because she will annoy people to death until that fucking plane pops up. That's right. The plane is like all right, we're here. Just have her focus on that for, on her show. Forever. Top plane. We'll get, people get so annoyed of hearing her. She's like, here's a plane. Take it. Take it back. Jesus Christ. Top plane. It's just. <laughs> but I watch these guys on CNN. All these people covering it, the news anchors and stuff. I feel like they're just losing. Wolf is like a deer in headlights staring at the prompter. She's like, the plane is up on location. Let's go. Okay, another theory come out. Well, that's it. Well, he's losing yeah. his mind. Well, of course. He's not talking. He's not talking about news. He's talking about. What people think might have happened about with something. Every day, Wolf's got to get up and talk about the plane for six hours. He's losing his mind. I don't know why they're focusing. I know it's interesting, but if you don't have... What are you going to do? Like, what are you going to keep talking about? Uh, this, I, I You know, they, they, they drum up stuff every day, Rock. Unless they're they getting... Unless they're seeing, like, you know... Big, major numbers. Yeah. They're seeing major rating numbers. That's why CNN's bringing out the uh, you know the days of the days of thunder theme of uh, Rubbin's racing. It trailed another plane to hide itself from the radar. 
It's like crazy. How would you even do that? Like as a pilot, you're like, okay, let's you know, we'll we'll take off here. You're coming this way. We'll find you in midair and track you. I'm like, how do you do that with a jetliner? They have the flight. <laughs> they have that flightradar24.com on a laptop. You know, so they're able to. Yeah, uh, and then I see that on CNN like uh, two days after we did the last show, and they and they like encouraged people. Because the play, there was you know, plane was missing. No one had any ideas. So you go on this website, like anybody can go on this. Tom Nod. That's the name of it, Tom Nod. It's got a weird name. Tom Nod uh, website. Com, yeah. yeah, and you can search for it from your laptop. So they're encouraging everybody yeah. in the world via CNN to go on there and look for the plane. Yeah. It's crowdsourcing. They base got the entire viewing audience involved. Exactly. Now everybody's on their Facebooks and Twitters. Going, I've got the plane, I got the plane, I got the, you know, it's not the Courtney Love. And that's where the Courtney Love thing came in, because she posted today that she potentially, now, you know, she's like, ah, maybe I found the plane. But then, then, then there's just like, you know, the thing is like, can you imagine a world we live in where Courtney Love figures out one of the greatest mysteries right. in U.S. Well, international history right. of like, you know, Courtney Love of all people figured it out. So this Tom Knott site, basically they're, they're, a, they're a company that takes satellite imagery of um, all over the globe and, you know, they sometimes use it for good purposes. They, they usually use it for informational databasing purposes, but mm-hmm. then they'll, like, you know, outsource it for situations like this or similar. Not as crazy as this, but similar situations. So you're able to log on to their website, and you're literally given a random part of the Indian Ocean, and you're just clicking on the satellite imagery, which is odd in itself that, like, you know, the way it's, like, set up, because it's like, where am I? You don't even know. You don't have any coordinates. You're just given this blue water. Have you have you seen it? I have not. I, 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 I would imagine. I see, here's the thing, Rog. If I, I got on that thing, I'd be there for hours. And then, then my girlfriend would just start screaming at me for looking at blue ocean satellite footage. <laughs> I'd be on there for hours looking for the damn plane. Uh, yeah, so basically, you log in, right? Literally and- this week, we had millions upon millions of people around this world looking at satellite imagery of, of blue ocean water. So here it is. Yeah, so right now I'm on it. So I'll zoom in. So this is like one image. <laughs> Wouldn't it be weird if the first image you popped up was <laughs> the, the plane, plane and the guys are just like dancing on the wings? <laughs> like, oh shit, we found it. <laughs> and you literally... You just sit here and look look at white caps, and you're just clicking <laughs> space, and you're just clicking until you find something. Uh, Cor- just, how many how many uh, images did Courtney Love go through when, until she found her image? Yeah, how, how much free time does she have? So, anyways, she, how right. many bottles of wine is that? To go, yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> to go back to her, so she found something. I, I, in all honesty, she it, legitimately found something. Something that, that she did. She found something, and it's just so scary to think that potentially Courtney Love found if, the plane. If people don't know what we're talking, about, the, the singer Courtney Love. Yeah, uh, it's on our Twitter, by the way. Gawker posted Twi- it. Yeah, Gawker reposted it, the yeah. Gawker.com. But it's on ours. But uh, it's on our Twitter. Um, yeah, they did a story. She apparently found something in the ocean. It looks like an oil slick and, uh, you know, a very vague, you know, image of... It could be anything. It could be anything. But, you know, that's the thing with water, and it's very deep water over there, so it's, you know, you can't rule it out. And who knows if that's, like, legitimately from Courtney Love, whether she maybe just ripped that off of one of her fans who sent it to her or something, you know? (laughs) It'd be kind of odd if Courtney Love found it, you know? (laughs) She discovered one of the great rock legends of all time by blowing them, and then she finds this, you know? Christ. But it's so weird. It's just so, so weird. Uh... 
<sighs> but that's where it's at. You know, people, this, the crowdsourcing, trying to find it. and Yeah, I'm at this point, though. It's just like... But even all that, it's just like all this information that's out there, and this plane is just completely disappeared. It doesn't make any sense how this plane could just disappear. But what do you believe? Well, now, that, So CNN <laughs> has the two arcs, right? And it, they literally uh, originate from around Malaysia. One heads north, arcing what? Uh, west, yeah, and the other one arc- goes south, arcing west, right, towards the Indian Ocean. One goes up uh, over like Russia or something. One's up in like and the Kazakhstan, one, or the other one up ends there. up down, like down by like Yemen or something, right? I don't even know what that. No, not Yemen. It's uh, India, right? India, mm. Indian Ocean. Yeah, Indian Ocean. Uh, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm thinking uh, Africa for some reason. Um, yeah, I mean, so which which way? I guess the the, the American intelligence agencies think it went north. And it, because it could have, like, you know, uh, landed somewhere or crash landed somewhere, and it'd be, you know, pretty convincing that it'd, it'd be hard to find. I don't believe it, it went up into mainland. It doesn't make. Uh, there are so many radars, and I understand if maybe flew. Someone would see it. Somebody would see it. Yeah. One person. There is still, like, a lot of people, you know, just would have heard something, saw something, especially that low. That something, somebody would have noticed something. Mm. Six four six two three three four zero four five. You have any have any theories? Yeah. Upon the uh, we'll do our own situation where the room. Malaysian airliner went. <laughs> no one knows. It's got to be terrible for the family sitting here watching. I, I, if I was a family member of one of these passengers on there. Or a friend or something. I could not watch this. Would be awful week for me to watch TV. No, yeah, no, no <laughs> just no. awful with all the rumors and the highs and lows of like possibly could have landed somewhere right. safely and oh god, it right. would drive me and nuts. And then like narrowing the the zone and then widening it. Yeah, it, it, it went this way, it went that way. It could be on this island. Uh, shout out to Waffles for making a SETI at home reference. Not too many people know about SETI at home. That was like an old. Uh, crowdsourcing thing back in the day with like screensavers to help like uh look for artificial intelligence but it literally could be any- i mean at this point it could be anywhere to be honest with you even listen to all the rumors and, and other things it could be a press right now it for could, all we know. Could, yeah i mean <laughs> it, it think could be like it could have just crash landed by hawaii at some you know because at one point during the week they were just like uh there was a rumor that it you know it could have hit some sort of elevation and everybody could have just passed out and it just could have flown for like hours. Like the whole, um, who's the golfer that died? It was on the uh, private plane. Payne Stewart. Mm. The guy, he was flying okay. from Florida up north to go to some tournament. Okay. And it, it, his plane, uh, the decompression on the plane, like knocked everybody out. It depressurized, I okay. guess. Okay. Knocked yeah, yeah. And the plane just flew on its own and then it crashed like somewhere in Wyoming eventually. Wow. It just, it eventually, and they were saying that could have happened at this point. That's what they're saying. But that's I, don't know crazy. That, I don't know if that's possible or not with the jetliner, but I, I guess it is. It's just so weird. Like, those the two guys, though, in the plane that had, like, you know, fake or stolen passports, rather. <laughs> but apparently that was nothing. Those were two guys just trying to get Who's out of the Who's to country. say? Who's to say? Well, they did background checks on those guys. They said they were just trying to get out of the country, wherever they were, so to go find a better weird. life. It just doesn't make None of it makes any sense. The only thing that makes sense to me is that it just... But even what I'm about to say still doesn't even make sense. It just wound up in the Indian Ocean and crashed because it ran out of fuel or it just, you know, nosedived the weather. But why did it wind up there? I have no idea. Let's go on location to Brian Monroe. Brian, yes. uh, your latest on the Malaysian air crisis. Go ahead. Um, yeah, my theory was exactly the same thing, which was the fact that it was uh, 
compression in, in the cabin, right? Mm. It basically was not fast decompression, but slow decompression. And it was something where I guess it's like the plane did the people on the airplane pilots, I guess, apparently, didn't notice. Apparently, fast. Brian, this is exclusive coming in. Rock, can you play the uh, sounder? Oh, you don't have it up. Oh, I don't have it up. Sorry. All right, whatever. Pew, pew, pew. Brian calling uh, from That's the close. bottom of the Indian Ocean on Malaysian air flight, <laughs> blah, 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 because his, <laughs> his cell phone's not working too well. Oh, sorry. Yeah. It's kind of like blipping out. Yeah. That's okay. Okay. Yeah, well, no, I'm just saying, I, dude, I, I think that thing, here, here's my theory. Oh, 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 right. oh, Kieran's got it. That thing is in the bottom of the Indian Ocean. That's well, my yeah, theory. That's what I'm saying. Period. Too. End of story. And they just can't find it. They just can't find it. It's hard. It's an ocean. It's a big ocean. You know? You ever throw a... I know it's a little bit bigger than a rock, but you ever throw a rock in a pond or something? You're not going to find me? the same Don't rock. Me in the- You're rock. He's rock. I, you know how many times I've thrown <laughs> rock into a lake trying to drown him? I, yes, Adam. Yeah, but <laughs> him, happens. I always seem to find him again. That's right. I go, hello! He doesn't look like the other rocks in the water. Yeah. On the ground. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm with you guys on the on the decompression thing. I think that's where I'm guess I'm going to say where it went to, and more likely than not, that's with, with, there was. I believe there probably was a hijacking, decompression, and then basically then that's where it ended. Whatever up at, so. happened to that guy on the oil rig um, that sent that email to his boss off the coast of Beijing? Do you remember that from like the first few days? Oh, I don't know that one. Yeah, there was a guy who sent like an email, and it was it was making his rounds on Twitter. That he even pointed the exact coordinates. He, he was a legitimate worker. He pointed out the exact coordinates, where he was, and where he saw this explosion in the sky. Ah. And it was a complete opposite direction of where they're saying this stuff is, but it just seemed like it went away. Like, they're not even... I, I, I Maybe I just missed them, like, completely saying it's not accurate or something like that. Well, but, but, Brian, do you remember that? No, I didn't catch that. But, like I said, my, that would also be a very good thing. I mean, not a very good thing, but a very good um, possibility. Mm. Because of the fact that more likely they didn't go in the course they thought they were going to go to, and that's why they're sourcing in the wrong area. Just all uh, flight nineteen. Remember the whole entire thing. Uh, Rock, play me, the, play me the sounder again, if you could. Oh, I can do that. Yeah, just keep that up. Uh, this report coming in: new rumor coming out of a swamp rat <laughs> in our chat room. Everybody, uh, apparently the plane was abducted by aliens, and now there's 239 people being probed. That coming in from the AP, I believe. <laughs> Swamp Rat, I believe, is the uh, <laughs> the source on that one. It's a heck of a name. Yeah. Wolf Blitzer's got nothing. You gotta really talk to your parents about that uh, name. Huh? I'm trying to see if I can find that email. Uh, oh, look! Look at me on the uh, Brian Monroe's uh, thing there. Oh, here we go. Five days ago. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, ahead. here it is. All right. Here's the email. Yeah. Rock has it in front of him from the guy who described the explosion above uh, Beijing somewhere. Yeah, I wish I could find a better... uh... He starts out, Gentlemen, you are all wrong. Wolf Blitzer sucks a big D. No, it didn't start like that. uh... Rock has it. He's going to try to find it there. Uh, The Foreign Ministry of Vietnam has directed authorities in Vung Tau to meet an oil rig worker who claimed that he saw the (coughs) Malaysian Airlines flight of the Southern Coast Saturday morning. Um... Quote, I believe I saw the Malaysia Airlines plane come down. The timing is right. The man wrote, I tried to contact the Malaysian and Vietnam officials several days ago, but I don't know if the message has been received. McKay said the surface location uh, of the observation gave the latitude and longitude. Um, From when I first saw the burning plane until the flames went out, still at high altitude. 
uh, was about 10 to 15 seconds, he's saying in this email. But whatever happened to this? This was... This was on the 13th. I mean, whatever happened to this? Where do they ever go with this? Uh, maybe they tracked the uh, the IP address from like, this is some kid in a basement somewhere. Maybe. You know. I would imagine CNN, Fox News, anybody would be covering that. You know, the AP, anybody would be covering that. That had a legitimate thing to it. Yeah. It's just crazy. It's just so weird that a plane could completely Well, that's the thing. Like, is it responsible, literally, for a news organization like CNN... And this could have happened on Fox. I don't watch Fox and I don't watch MSNBC. I always just watch CNN for some reason. But is it responsible for them to have some guy on their airwaves go, all right, everybody go to this website and start looking at satellite imagery and see if you can find a plane? Because <laughs> we have no clue. <laughs> is, is that responsible of somebody to do that? Or just let the you know, powers that be handle it and we'll report back to you to see what we find. Well, yeah, but... I'm- <laughs> Because this is what happens. You get the you get maybe you get a fake email like this, and now right. you now you're taking people off of like important jobs, and they're going to search this lead. You know, this is what happens. Like more more rumors come in, and now everybody's losing their mind. You got Wolf Blitzer, you know, chicken with his head cut off, trying to read teleprompter. But they'll rumors. they'll they'll do whatever. They'll they'll <laughs> they'll take whatever just to fill the time. Yeah, I, guess. I mean CNN's been caught. CNN doesn't care. But I got to imagine the the actual people doing the work on the ground. The intelligence agencies are going, oh, man, come on, news agencies, help us out. Don't have every asshole in this country and around the world look for this plane. Let us try to figure it out. Stop taking rumors from uh, Facebook. <laughs> you know? Stop taking tips from Facebook and Twitter. Enough. Just find, they're looking for anything. Yeah. Anything. Well, it's a mystery. Here's the thing. It's like a mystery, you know? And you just... It's a, it's a big... It made for TV mystery. It is. And I mean, it's, everybody it loves is a very good intriguing. It is very intriguing because how does a plane in this day and age of technology and this giant, the size of it, it's a very large plane. It's mm. very, it's technologically advanced. How does it just go completely missing? You right. Know? Right. I, I guess one of the easiest ways is the fact that it's coming out of Malaysia. No disrespect to Malaysia, but they're obviously a little bit lower, more lax. And yeah. You guys are like a. 11th seed in the NCAA tournament. Oh, right, right. There you go. There's something, make it past the there's something topical. Not, not much of a country. <laughs> they're like a Dayton, if you will. <laughs> yeah. like if a, the U.S. is a Wichita state, yeah. they're like a Dayton. You're playing in the MAC conference. Right. Literally. Doing mm. basketball Four analogy. people enjoyed that joke here in four. <laughs> four of them. If, I, they're, if they're into I, the NCAA men's basketball tournament. Go ahead. I agree. I agree with Waffles on the chat room. You make a good point. He says, you know, oh. how does nobody stop find my iPhone or find my phone on their devices? We're not finding him. You know what I mean? It's like you figure there'd be some sort of GPS. It's not on the plane, but also on the people's phones that they would have would have had on in in the airplane. You know, unless it crashed, and then the G- find my iPhone won't work. Brian, are you, are you on the plane? Because literally, you sound like you're calling from the well, bottom of an ocean. a little bit bad. <laughs> you know, just, let me not reboot my computer. I'll be back in a sec. There, it's okay. All right, there he goes. <laughs> I can uh, get that guy a clear microphone. I can barely he's understand. Trying it. to just chime in here. Just <laughs> one that sounds like he's calling from an underwater just phone. Questioning his internet. Is he calling? Is he calling from underwater every time? What's going on with him? <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess it's very, very interesting. I th- I, I'm, I'm putting my money on the fact that it, it, it's somewhere in the ocean crashed. Why, though? I have no idea. I don't know why it got there. Right. Well, now we're going to have to deal with that after we actually find and it. And the black box is on, like, a time a timer because apparently it only has 30 days. Otherwise, they, like, 
the information gets erased because the battery dies. Oh, really? So it's used. Yeah, right. Why aren't they watertight? Those there things? was hilarious things. Even though we're I so, thought those in- things were like the built to be like disrupt. They in- are, but there's a battery in them. What, they didn't get some energizers for that I thing? Don't, listen, it keeps going. There is some funny things. Even though there's there, there's amazing technology in planes, there's still these like little, like, what's going on in these things? Like, oh, so you want to disappear from radars and anyone be able to see you? Oh, here's a switch you just need to click, and suddenly you've gone stealth mode. Yeah. Like, I don't understand why that's even available on planes. Why do pilots have the options of being completely invisible? That's that switch! That's the switch where that the, where that he can were, he can turn it off. Essentially, yeah, the radars can't see him. He shouldn't be allowed to do exactly. that. Exactly. Now there's still the other uh, things on the plane, like the pinging with the engines, and those are constantly being sent to uh, like uh, Boeing, and which is why they're still believing the plane was uh, flying for hours later because of those pings. Mm-hmm. But even that information's limited. But like, why is there more 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 of a constant stream of information from that? But the simple fact that there is a a, a switch, an on off switch, like you have in on a lamp in your house, to basically make this this giant machine with people, hundreds of people on it, to become invincible, invisible, literally mm-hmm. to to radar. I don't understand why that's so easy. Meanwhile, other forms of communication that are on the plane are literally impossible to get to unless you were out of the plane and, like, unscrewed shit. But yet this, this important thing is just literally a switch to shut off. I wow. don't understand that. Wow. There's some weird things on planes. There's some really weird things on planes. Uh, what is Waffle saying? Boeing Rolls Royce is showing up the Malaysian government. What does that mean? Uh, Meaning mean that the information that's coming from Boeing and Rolls Royce, Rolls Royce is the one, the people who manufactured the engines, mm. and Boeing is people that put it, I guess together the plane. Um, they're showing up the Malaysian government with all the information they're providing. We know where we know more about where the plane is than the Malaysian government. That doesn't make because then that looks cause there's people's lives involved. Like like what are they well, gaining? I'm not from saying this? they're purposely trying to show them up, but with the amount of information coming out of Rolls Royce and Boeing, they are showing up the Malaysian government because nothing's coming out of there. Apparently, that's what Waffles is saying. I mean, a guy named Waffles in our chat room is giving us this, this information. But I don't know. He's what, not a spokesman for the Malaysian government or uh, like uh, an analyst for CNN or something. No, I understand. No, no, but I, I don't quite understand what his what his theory is because you're talking about names like Boeing and Rolls Royce. These are two companies that could literally buy Malaysia if they wanted to. Like, what are they gaining out of showing up? That's true. Malaysia. Like, I don't understand what I they're I think gaining. three Rolls Royces are as much as <laughs> buy Malaysia. Yeah, really. Literally. It's like, we're going to give you one car <laughs> and we're going to take your country. We'll, t- we'll give you one car. We take the north half of your country. <laughs> you guys just driving around the south porch. <laughs> just in a circle. <laughs> We'll lease it to you. Uh, it just doesn't make. I, I don't. Know. I. It just. It's. It's very odd. That's the oddest thing about this. I. I mean, well, as odd, the disappearance itself is odd and crazy. But just the, the way th- there's these like little things with the plane that a terrorist could go in if he gets into the cockpit. And that's the other thing. What's like seeing. I know I could fly. I feel like I could fly a plane right now. Mm. I've seen enough like simulator lessons on CNN. I feel like I could fly a plane. Yeah, I know. They show you like everything. So this is where this can do this, and this is where this can do this. And if you shut this off, no one can see you. And if you turn this thing a certain way, you'll be able to fly to X, Y, Z. Literally, if you're a terrorist out there and you just want to learn some shit, just watch CNN during any type. Watch any cable news network. 
during this type of crisis. Yeah. Because they just give you everything. It's crazy. They give you little little morsels of uh, of uh, information that'll trigger your mind. Things you might want to research online, and you'll develop more information. You'll yeah. learn more if you have a, if a nice, good you know brain in your head. Sure, you can learn a lot and become a nice, uh, uh, fully functioning terrorist. Before today, <laughs> I had no idea I could fly five thousand feet and be uh, away from. I had no idea. I had no idea. Now I know. Now it may not be easy, but now I know. In knowing's half the battle. That's true, G.I. Right. Joe. It is. It is. The it's other so half is working crazy. out and being in shape, which I don't want to do. So we're both in agreement agreement that it's probably in the bottom of the ocean somewhere. It's in the bottom of the ocean. How'd it get there? Like, why? Like, was there a terrorist? Uh, I don't know. I, to be honest with you, I don't know. I, I don't know. It doesn't seem the type of flight that would have a terrorist. <coughs> I bet you it's, you know, one of the uh, pilots was just, you know, a little nuts, a little bipolar or something. And uh, he, had, he just was like, you know what, I'm just going to, you know, take everybody down with me. That's crazy. Who knows? That's awful. That's something like that. So, that's so selfish. And that is selfish to to levels of, of, of awful that human history has never seen. If you're that selfish... That not only do you want to commit suicide, mm. but you're going to take down all these innocent lives with you. Right. Yeah, that, no, that's so selfish. That's not even... I mean, like, I, there's not even a word for that. That's how awful that is uh, of, of selfishness. I don't... It just makes no sense to me. Like, at least, as awful as it was, 9-11 made sense the planes they took. They took um, cross-country flights that had full... You know, gas tanks full. You know, mm-hmm. so there's full. Exp- like it made like it made sense. They, right. they it it made. But this is like some rando flight that was. It was on a large plane, but didn't have a full. You know, it only had seven hours, and it was traveling mm-hmm. from Malaysia to somewhere in China. It just didn't like. It just didn't make sense. But the theory that everybody's like, oh, it could. You know, the theory that it landed somewhere secretly. It just makes no sense to me. Why would that? Why would they do that? Yeah. You know, unless they were planning to use the plane to do something else, I guess, or, or or trap these people, or hold these people hostage for something. But it makes no sense. Why would they do that? Yeah, this just Malaysia. who's going to care? Just Malaysia. I and mean, we'll just get in there with an army and just like give us the people back. And we're like, okay, yeah, you guys got a lot more guns than we do. I don't know. It makes no sense. So this thing definitely crashed somewhere, and that's it. And then when they lost contact, I'm surprised. Like. You know, that's the other thing, because where it is in the world. So let's say, let's say we lost contact with a with a U.S. plane somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know that there would be like planes sent off or whatever, or a plane coming in and we lost contact. But that area of the world, there's so much like this tension between countries, right? And they're not exactly they they live with each around each other, but they're not like buddies. They're like you know people in apartment buildings. Like oh, I know him, but I'm not a big you know whatever. I just you know. right. So it's like that kind of scenario. And so this plane just drops off the map, figuratively and literally speaking, and no one's like, oh, what, you know, where'd it go? No one, no one's, no one's, no one's taking charge of the situation. And then, like, that should have been, once it dropped off, someone should be like, hey, where'd this thing go? Then there are these other neighboring countries that say, no, it did not fly over our country because we would have detected it. They came out and said that. Sure. That that sounds really peculiar to me, too, because these are, like, not, like, the greatest countries in the world, the nicest countries in the world. Like, nah, nah, it didn't come over here because we would have detected it. They came out and said that. Well, I I think, I mean... I don't know what they would have gained the other way if they were lying. I don't know. Maybe there's some sort of, like, retarded plot they have. I don't know. I have no idea. It's just not... I'm like... I, as an American who's very spoiled, 
with his TV watching. Uh, I'm just annoyed that it's on the TV all the time. I heard a theory that Putin might have, like, Putin did this to try to detract people from paying attention to what he's trying to do in Crimea. Yeah, hey, he did a great job because we're all, we're crying, Crimea River over there. <laughs> hey, we ain't paying attention. <laughs> we ain't paying attention to that anymore. We're just like, Literally. hey, where's the plane? Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, the, you know. It's I very mean, intriguing, though. Like, how does a fucking plane just disappear in this day and age? But it's one in, in thousands. Upon thousands upon thousands of planes. What are you trying to say? It's no, nothing? Whatever, just get over it? Oh, I mean, it's like literally taking over the world news. One plane. Wait, it's 239. This is the first time in aviation history, essentially, modern aviation history, that a plane has just gone and disappeared. But it happened over there, Rock. <laughs> Never happened So we should here. take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. The farther away it is, the less we care. It's because the plane has a nice paint job. We shouldn't really read into it too much. If that plane said JetBlue on it, we'd be... Uh, oh, we'd know where exactly where it yeah, is. Well, or we'd be up in arms. We'd be really uh, freaking out over here. Instead of American Airlines on the side of it, ooh, ooh, it's Malaysian Air. Yeah. Pick a new airline next time you fly. I don't think they have JetBlue in Malaysia. I tell you what, the Malaysian Airlines, the people, the executives there are going, oh, Christ. We're out of jobs. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. The whole airline's going, we're done. We're done. Like, this is the worst. Who's going to want to fly that Who's airline? ever going to want to fly Malaysian Air They anymore? can't trust them. And they're questioning the pilots, because now they're focusing on the pilots. Right. So now it's like, all right, so now, because it's one thing if it's an anomaly, but now they're questioning the pilots. Right. That's all on the company. That's on the company, because you hired those bastards. If you got Malaysian Airlines stock, you lose. <laughs> oh, boy. That's in the tank. P.U. Yeah. on that stock. That's, 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 that's bottoming out lower than the black box. Black box? Why is it called a black box anyway? It's orange. Have you noticed that? It's like a bright color. Very 1970s porn over there. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're, they're, yeah no one's going to be flying that. No one's going to be flying. If you're flying, imagine that. You're, you're flying, like right now, if you're boarding a Malaysian Airlines flight, uh, they should be giving those flights away, like $2 for a flight. Uh, somebody disappeared in a plane crash in Alaska in 1972. He was a senator. It was never found. Well, that's Alaska. Yeah, but if it was like a small plane, too, that's different. <laughs> We're talking about a commercial airline. And that's 1972. <laughs> well, that's, that's okay. It's Alaska in 1972. Yeah. <laughs> like, as far as time goes, Alaska in 1972, that's the equivalent of 1942. That's, 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 that's almost like... <laughs> Yeah, Alaska 1972 is New York 1932. Yeah, that that that, that. that's, not, that's way before Discovery started are... doing, uh, the, you know, TV shows up there. I don't think <laughs> no uh, one cares. No one cared about Alaska in 1972. What does this link he put in? Brian's like, uh... in 1970s, you went to Alaska to disappear. I think that guy accomplished his goal. <laughs> he did it on a plane. Pretty remarkable. Uh, on October 16th, he was aboard a twin-engine Cessna. Well, that's a Cessna. It's a, yeah. We're, yet, we're comparing, a, like, the... Mo- it's like a flying Hyundai. <laughs> yeah. We're comparing the closest thing to, like, a like uh, like a UFO, like a, like a, like Independence Day-level super technology plane for the United States with a Boeing 777 yeah. to a slingshot in a, seven, in a Cessna, yeah. you know. 
Of course. Like, little planes are going to disappear. There's millions upon millions of Cessnas out there. I'm sure right and now. no one noticed one. As we, as we did this show now, I'm sure three Cessnas have disappeared. Yeah. They have. Like, Cessnas just... Uh, they go away. They're like little things. You know what a Cessna sounds like when it hits a mountain? Nothing, because it doesn't even make a noise. <laughs> a bear maybe might look up after he's taking his shit. He go, might have. Hey, what was that? Did Johnny fall over? Oh, I don't know. It must have been a Cessna. <laughs> it's a Cessna in 1972. If you're flying a Cessna in 1972 in Alaska, you're doing it wrong. You're just doing it all wrong. Clearly, our listeners... Why are you there? Why are you flying that? Clearly, our listeners are not the working for the CNN research department. <laughs> giving us stuff to put on the air. <laughs> oh, my God. All were declared dead on that in on December 1972. The accident prompted uh, Congress to pass a law mandating emergency located transmission... On all United States civil aircraft. And they're like, you know what? But it's a Cessna. Eh, you know. Eh. Eh. Who cares? It's not even worth traveling to find. The only reason why they gave, they, they gave two cents was because he was a... Uh, a senator. Yeah, a senator. If it wasn't, they'd be like, he was in a Cessna in Alaska. His yeah. own fault. Literally. <laughs> no, honestly. He should have... be honest with you. You know, he should have realized what he was doing. He's in a Cessna. If I was working in some office and the dude, some dude calls like, yo, uh, a Cessna went down in Alaska. Uh, it had a senator on it. I would have been like, oh, crap. I really don't want to go. <laughs> Look, Brian, 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 don't don't take it personally. I mean, you know, he's like, okay, fine. Just making a point that people do go missing and are not found for play. Of course. You know how many people are missing in Alaska right now? <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm missing them, Kieran. <laughs> There's people in Alaska, based on like a Alaskan train show on Discovery. Mm. There's people that wait for a train that travels like hundreds and hundreds of miles just so they can get into town. Yeah. They wait in like negative 10 degree weather just so they can go into town to get a loaf of bread. And then they gotta wait another like hours before they can go back. People go food shopping for seasons up there. Right. Like, cause they can't go back and get more food. Right. But they travel and train like hobos. Like, they get on, like, the sidecars and shit. Off the grid. That is, there are parts of Alaska that are off the grid. Yeah. By the way, shout out to Juneau, Alaska, for all our listeners up there. Yeah, Juneau. <laughs> Rocking out. <laughs> I can't wait till Deadliest Catch comes back. That's April. I yeah. know when Do you really, yeah, yeah, hello. People up there kill themselves just to make a living. Yeah. People die every year going fishing. Yeah. The last resort. Was the average like three a three a season die? What is in that? the uh, Bering Sea? Yeah, the crab fish and stuff. Yeah, it's like I three a no season. Idea. There's like there's like some. I mean, it doesn't sound. It, it's a to me, that's a lot. Yeah. If three people die every season, that's the most dangerous freaking thing I've ever seen on uh, for somebody oh, to make crazy. a living doing. It's crazy. And you're gambling because you never know how much money you're gonna make. You can either make a really good living or a decent uh, salary. But and for all those new listeners, we talk, we actually had an interview with a cinematographer of the show. Yeah. How about them apples? What the hell was his name? He was one of the, him and his brother. Yeah, we, but we talked we, to we, one of them. Yeah, we did, uh, Doug. Oh, yeah. Oh. Doug something. Still. Doug, I'll, I'll think of it during It's the on the website, though. You can yeah. look it up. You look at guests. He's on there. Yeah. He originated, him and his brother originated 
They were Doug Stanley. Doug Stanley. Dan Stanley. That's, Doug it. that's Stanley? exactly yeah. it. We interviewed him. The uh, cinematographer for Delius. You can look His it up. brother is like Mike Stanley or something or something like that. Joey Stanley. <laughs> He's still on the show. He still films the show. Oh, okay. Yeah. But is he? he uh, Doug took off and wanted to do other stuff. But it was a good interview. You can look it up on our website, lunaticradio.com. Go to the show archive or do like a little search for uh, Deadliest Catch or whatever, and you'll find them. So, Malaysian Air, man. I don't know. I don't know what happened to it. I just love the fact that it's still relevant a week later. We can actually, we're still like talking about a hot, like something that's going on right now. Do you think we'll still, we'll think we'll know? Oh, next week. That's a good question. Well, we know by next week. <sighs> but we care by next week. You have to care because this, every it's 239 every- people. Remember, That's, every day that passes, Kieran, it, it's like that much. It becomes that much more historical. Like it already is, like setting. I want to say records, but it's like becoming like one in a lifetime situation. Every day that passes, so there's no way this is going to go away. Well, if it flew flew over the Indian Ocean, it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> it's right. hard to find. But it's still once-in-a-lifetime situation. Yeah, no. I mean, I imagine imagine something crashing in the Atlantic Ocean or Pacific Ocean. I mean, are we ever going to find that damn thing? Probably not. Never going to find that. Every day that passes, though, it becomes less likely that there you know, people are alive. That's that's, for that's sure. never happened, really, right? It never, a plane has never really crashed, like, in the middle of the Atlantic or Pacific Ocean, like a jet liner. Well, yeah, Atlantic that. was uh, the Air France flight. That happened a few years ago. In the middle of the Atlantic Ocean? A little closer to Europe, and it took them a long time to find it. Yeah. But they already had traces. They knew it crashed. They found pieces. They just couldn't find the, the big chunk of the plane. It took yeah. them a while. And, it, and that one didn't drop off radar until no. it was yeah. crashing. Right, exactly. I don't remember. I think it was some sort of big-time malfunction. Uh, but, you know, let's see if we get a call. Caller, caller, you're on the air. What's your name? Where are you from? Hey guys, it's Suncast. Suncast! What up? I got a little surprise for everybody. All right, you got it. Go ahead. You're leaving Michigan. Yeah, you wish. I know Andrew wishes. He'd love for me to move to New York. Um, as you guys know, we've been working on our website for quite a number of months now, and we just launched it. Oh, just now? Just now? The new site is alive. Just now. Just now? Oh. Because we were just on it like 15 minutes ago. All right, we'll go check out the new GFQ Let's website, see. everybody. What, what is this 404 error here? What is that? <laughs> the guys from queens.com, GFQ. <laughs> uh, Look at me doing internet jokes. GFQlive.com. Karen, you totally missed my 404 joke. I know, I, I know, I get it. Oh, look at this! Oh, look, the GFQ hey, network is live icon. and new. About freaking time you hey, guys look, got Hey, look, there life. we are. Yeah, at, least, at least we're working. <laughs> we're working. It looks very clean. I like the new icon. Very good. The GFQ Network, his new website has just been launched. You know, Kieran, uh, you know, call me crazy, but I feel like um, I feel like some hints of this are taken from uh, our website. Uh, uh, a little bit here or there. That's <laughs> all right. I, I wouldn't mind being leader of the right. pack. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you mean it's white. That's it's right. White in it. That's yeah, right. That's, that's what 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 like. Kieran likes. Yeah, that's what I like. White all around. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this looks really nice, dude. It's getting really job. good. Look at this. We got a little page. We got a page. Oh, and apparently we're a premier broadcasting network. Look at look at this. We got a page. Hey, we got a page. And our last show was in 2000, uh, 2012. Wow. That's great. It took a really big vacation, apparently. <laughs> All right, we got to work on that. We need to update that, Suncast. We got to work on that starting this week. 
As long as Andrew's what? okay. Hey, look at our look Why? at look at, look at our uh, our uh, little write up there, Rock. Forged, forged, in, in, forged in the passionate fires of a genuine love for radio. Wow, whoever wrote this we and the desire to bring people a good dose of humor. <laughs> Lunatic was built around in- entertaining its loyal listeners with personal experiences. Why you like you're I'm trying to do like smoker. VO shit. No, you're really not. Opinions and news from around the world today. Blah, 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 blah. Songcast, excellent. Work, my friend. Excellent work. You did a great job, dude. It looks great. Thanks. Hope you guys like it. I'm really excited about it because we've just been working so hard on it for the last few months. Literally, it took us, I think, an entire two months to pick out the logo. Wow. Well, hey, listen, I like the not logo. Easy. I, I, I'm not that surprised. It, it takes a while, to, you know. Agree. I like it. I think it definitely fits. It fits better. I, I never was a big fan of the previous logo. This one, I'm digging, digging a lot. Yeah, you put that on a T-shirt. I'll wear it. Cool. <laughs> I like that logo. It's a really good yeah, logo. Yeah. I do like that. It works. All right, there we go. There but we go. Uh, hopefully, now we could start getting like our shows. You know, since 2012, now we could kind of like you know. <laughs> yeah, maybe you guys can start a Patreon. Uh, what is that? A page turn on? What does that mean? What does that mean? <laughs> You're just using words that are like Patreon. A, a Patreon? I don't know what he's saying. Yeah, ask ask your viewers for money, basically. Oh, oh, pay. Oh, is that what it's called? Oh, wait, we couldn't figure out that term. We say that again. I was on something else. Patreon. Patreon. John P. Why does the important shit always get cut out when somebody calls <laughs> I it? I think people do it on purpose. Is it? <laughs> Is he using the one internet connection from Detroit? Oh, God. He's doing that. P-R-E-O-N. He's doing that on purpose. Patreon, that's he did, right. did he do that on purpose? That's all right. Because I didn't hear any of that. I just want... I just... I, I, we got to get a show off. We love here. you, Suncash. You did a great job. Excellent work. Go to... Uh, all right. You got to take care. All right. There he goes. There's Suncast, everybody. The man behind all the magic. Uh, gfqnetwork.com to look at the new website, everybody. It's up there and uh, ready for you guys to just cancel out of and go listen to watch that network for some That's reason. That's nice. We were like part of the, uh, the, the, new, the new launch, if you will. Yeah, there you go. Word them up. If you will. Yeah. Yeah, we got to uh, get a show after 2012 on the site. <laughs> uh, all right. Malaysian Air. Still don't know. Mystery still unsolved. We don't know. We don't know. But you know what I do have? Uh, After the break, I got Farrah Abraham's uh, latest, uh, apparently, you know, she was the teen mom, Rock, and then she made the porno. Oh, right, yeah. And and now she's got a music video, because now she's a pop singer. Oh. We can play that. Cool. And then we can talk about the NCAA men's basketball tournament if you want. I know you're riveted on that. I'm not really that riveted on it either. I don't like it. I don't care anymore. So the reason I don't like college basketball anymore. I I had to fill out my bracket, though, just for goof. Yeah, because isn't Warren Buffett giving away a billion dollars for a perfect billion dollars? I didn't do that thing, though, because I feel like... Where is that? I was I did there Yahoo gives you the option to join that thing. Okay, I'm gonna go on Yahoo. I didn't it. bother. I'm like, I just I feel like I'm just giving my information and like what's gonna Oh, is that it? Yeah. Are they really gonna give away a billion dollars? I don't think so. Do you really you have a better chance if I I'm pretty sure about this, you have a better chance of winning the lotto than getting all your brackets right? I think so. I think you're I think that's actually true. Yeah, I think Sue Simmons. I don't told think me anybody's that. ever done it. Has anybody ever done it? I'm pretty sure someone someone has done it. Someone has to have done it. But, like, did they do it because they knew or they were just guessing? 
Why is it that hard? I don't know. It's I, only 64 teams. And, and you know how many people fill out brackets? Even people that don't even like like basketball? Like, I don't like basketball. I mean, even like my, my girlfriend filled one out for her work. She has no clue about college yeah. basketball. You know? But when gambling's involved, whew, we're on that. All right, we'll take a break. Uh, we'll come back more lunaticradio.com. Sure, after this, stick around. More laughs. Uh, live number to call in 646 233 4045. And follow us on Twitter at Lunatic Radio. Uh, back with more lunaticradio.com show. Here we go, people. You know, the one thing that would make this better a really big hit of window pane acid. Lunatic Radio. If you are a proud supporter of lunaticradio.com show and you like to see this show flourish or just rock and I become alcoholics. You can donate to the lunaticradio.com show by simply going on our website, Rocket Fire Away. Yes, absolutely. Donations. Go to the website on lunaticradio.com and select from one of the options, even a recurring amount, or simply just uh, give whatever you, you feel. Anything and everything is appreciated and helps pay for any of the expenses for this show and helps us keep going and you know not have to dig out of our pockets. And we appreciate, again, anything you can give. Right. So give a shit and give us a donation. <laughs> well, give money. Don't give a shit. Oh, right. <laughs> I can go on about that one. So log on to the lunaticradio.com website. If you would be so kind and give us a donation, it would be great. Absolutely. Thank you. And thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Yes. From the lunaticradio.com show. You can now hear the Lunatic Radio show on Stitcher. Stitcher is an award-winning free app that lets you listen to all your favorite shows. Stitcher is available on iOS, Android, Nook, iPad, and over 4 million car dashboards. Create custom playlists. There's over 20,000 shows to discover. Rate and review the Lunatic Radio show on Stitcher. Don't have Stitcher? Download now at stitcher.com or in your your favorite app store and catch lunatic radio on the go anytime anywhere download it free today you're listening to the lunatic radio show follow them on twitter at lunatic radio if you missed a portion of the lunatic radio live show you can check them out on itunes search lunatic radio in the itunes podcast comedy category itunes is a great place to catch up on all the past sell-off programming you might have missed and while you're there be sure to subscribe and leave a review. That's Lunatic Radio on iTunes, folks. Check them out. Don't be unsociable. I don't know him. Who the hell am I sitting next to? Lunatic Radio's on Facebook. Oh, they all just go there? Everybody yes. there. Are we on there, Rob? Facebook.com slash Lunatic Radio. Take a moment and follow them now. I hate them! Ugh, before Kieran has another international incident. What do you like? Tits! Facebook.com slash Lunatic Radio. Anna says a friend. Yes, we like that. I like you, you like me. We can have a ham sandwich together. It's called the friendship on the Facebook. Facebook.com slash Lunatic Radio. Compelling because they have to be. Or we open fire. It's Kieran and Rock on Lunatic Radio. What up, everybody? LR Show. Hanging out with you. Uh, live number to call in, 646-233-4045. Look at me with my beard. I like the people that on the, on the Facebook here, or on the Twitter. They're sending in their pictures of themselves watching the show on their TVs and stuff. Because we're on the Roku. And uh, some people have those smart TVs, so they're watching the program. On their TV, you look handsome. I got, I got my everybody. I got my beard. 
Apparently, I was reading an article before the show, by the way. No way, you were. Yeah, shit happens sometimes. Um, I guess I was reading this article my buddy Damon sent me. And because uh, I have a beard, and it, uh, this is my first time in my life, I've really legitimately grew a beard. And I've had it for like a month and a half, I guess, now. Um, and I guess beards are in. That was the thing of the article. But apparently, you can get. If your beard doesn't uh, grow in fully, there are doctors out there that will do facial hair replacements. That's just stupid. And there are dudes out there who literally go to a doctor and have them implant facial hair into their faces so they can grow a full beard. Wow. Now that's just really sticking to the trends. <laughs> that's that's a, And they crazy. said... In the article, they've seen a like an upkick in men getting this procedure done because beards are trendy apparently now. And I don't like to be trendy, so I might have to re- get rid of this beard. Yeah, everyone's got but beards I, now. It's so weird. But I do like my beard because uh, right on my chin, it's just all white. Right on the bottom, it's just white. See that rock? Yeah. And then around, it's all dark. Yeah. That's natural shit. I don't do anything to it. Uh. Like it. It just makes you look older. That's all I could say. I, you know what? I like it. It makes me look like I have an edge, which I don't. Here comes Ronnie Beans into the edge. program. Yeah. Ronnie Beans calling back. Ronnie! Ronnie! What up? Thank God you're not dead because uh, I heard about that accident at South yeah. by Southwest. That's up, actually. The, uh, I missed it by about a half an hour. Oh. Wow. Good for you. Well, good though. for That's you, good. though. Yeah. That must have been a mess. The, yeah, well, we were there. We were actually there earlier in the day to see some other band, which I can't remember. But the uh, <laughs> that night, we walked past it. To, I had to walk past it to get to my hotel room, and I did it like a half hour before all that stuff actually happened. What was I it? didn't hear about it until the next morning. It was like two people dead and 23 people injured or something like that? Well, yeah, it's actually it's three people dead now. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah. yeah so Are you yeah, back, Are you back a, from South by Southwest? Yeah, no, I'm home now. Oh, he's back he's in, north back by northeast and... now. <laughs> <laughs> north by northeast. <laughs> uh, That's right. Well, it's 27 degrees. Yeah. How was it? How was the entire experience? Tell us. Uh, it's awesome. I mean, it's really, it's definitely one of those things you should go to before it gets like, it is right on the cusp of being like, uh, like Woodstock, where like mm-hmm. you're, like, it's going to turn into nothing but steroid meatheads and, you know, shit like that. I yeah. did notice that because I was flicking around the tube this weekend, and I saw MTV had something going on oh, there. And no. I was like, oh, no, South by Southwest is jumping the shark, you know? Yeah, like, it, it's, it's, I could tell there was a difference between, I've been there two years in a row now, and there was, there was a definite difference of just from last year with, they're starting to get, like, more, it used to just all be bands pretty much, you know, most bands you never heard of, and then like one or two acts that you were like, oh yeah, I know those guys. And now they're actually starting to get bigger bands in, and then that just brings the posers, and it's getting real close. 
yeah. just being like, oh, I don't want to be here. Well, I, I actually, when I heard that Lady Gaga was there, I was like, come on. Like, really? Like, now we're yeah. getting into, like, these pop... And then she's doing the whole puking thing. I'm like, this is... That's what not what's well, that, What was well, the puking well, thing? Well, she had, like, some women on stage, like, literally puking green shit, like, onto her. It was so odd and so not necessary and not rock right. and roll whatsoever. Do you think Lady Gaga is waking up and going, you know what, crap, we got to do that puking on me bit well, today. that's the funny thing you say that, Kieran, because she is from Yonkers, so you can't really put that by her. You know, it's like, it's got to be a little bit accepted. At some point, Lady Gaga's going to go like, I don't want to dress up today. At some point, she's got to hit that wall. Do you know? I put on my bacon outfit or not yeah. today? <laughs> Listen, there's people in, top, people in Japan paying top dollar for that sort of thing. That's true. Very good point. Yeah, yeah supply and demand, and right now she is in demand. Yeah. So you, yeah. you went to uh, our boys, our friends from the old days. Uh, Psycho Stick played South by Southwest, and you went to the uh, you went to the event, yeah. right? How was that? Yeah, yeah, they were they were awesome, awesome. They they like uh, they totally kicked ass. The yeah. uh, the only bad thing about it was a lot of times uh, because of the way the the concerts are set up, sometimes they only get about a half an hour, so you don't get like a full set. Yeah, but they yeah oh they kicked they completely kicked ass, and actually. That show that they did, we saw like five bands. All of them were awesome, yeah. and uh, um, but they, yeah, they were good. And then we hung out and we drank beers and you know bought T-shirts and hung out with them. And the fun I never met them before, you know, other than doing the interviews on the show. And they're actually a pretty cool bunch of guys. Yeah, they're a lot of so, fun. Yeah, they're really good yeah. Dudes. No, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, so yeah, it was good. They they and everybody like the place went nuts. They were really into them, and uh, it was uh, it, it was good. It was pretty. It was good. I had, I had a blast. The thing about Psychostick, which is great about them, is that when they're playing for like five people or they're playing for ten thousand, it's literally the same show. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> they do. They they work up a, like a, a crowd of five with the way they'll work up a crowd of ten thousand. Yep. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was, it was good. Yeah. There's, uh, but it, like I said, we were kind of, we had, you know, we saw a bunch of bands that were just all this like pop stuff, you know, like, uh, they all sound the same. They all sound like kind of like Muse or, or, uh, you know, anything you hear. Like, if you listen to Sirius, everything that's on like Alt Nation, which isn't alternative at all anymore, um, it was like every band sound the same. So we went to this to see them and it was like a like a heavy metal like new metal and uh they were all and it was just it was refreshing to hear somebody who actually plays guitars than rather just jumps around stage with one is uh is south by southwest like the the entire obviously it takes over the whole town is it divided up like that like there if you want to see a certain type of music you go to one section of the town or is it just well sort of in a in a way yes like there's certain bars that you know you're going to get certain type of music and um but it does change up because a lot of times what will happen is like so-and-so records is holding a party at this bar and you know that that record label plays a certain type of music so you'll get seven bands like that during the day and then they'll close down for like dinner and then at you know it's six seven o'clock that night they'll start up again but it might be a different record label with a different type of music so it it, it is kind of like that but then it also isn't like that mm. so it's it's really it, it's hard to explain without actually having having been there it's the whole town shuts down and then it's just it's just bands and you get a list of who's playing where and then you just sort of bounce from place to place depending on who like like we saw gary newman you know like cars oh, wow. yeah and he kicked so much ass. It is unbelievable. For like the one thing that was kind of 
he he basically turned himself into Nine Inch Nails in ministry. Right, right. But but just I mean wrecked the place for like a fifty five year old guy. It was insane. Wow. And uh, and that's what happens. Like we were standing around seeing another band, and then somebody was like, "Hey, I think Gary Newman's playing in an hour." And we we're like, "Oh shit!" So we'll yeah, I was like, "Hey, we'll stay and hang out." So we stayed, and it was it was ridiculous. Well, and what? How does it work? Do you buy like a ticket for the festival, and you just be able to go in yeah. everywhere? Okay. Well, yeah. you can you can for the week, and that gets you in everywhere. Mm-hmm. Or you can kind of take your chances, and you don't have to buy a ticket. But sometimes you'll either have to pay a cover, or you won't be able to get in. Right. So a lot of people don't buy tickets because what ends up happening is if you really like a band, you can just hang outside the bar and hear it anyway. Right, because yeah, because it's like you might you might not see the stage, but you'll hear them because it's loud and and but you know so it it really it helps to just buy the badge and then you you know you get in wherever you want as long as capacity because sometimes if it's a big band you got to get there early but then you end up sitting there all day yeah. or you could go see small bands all day. Uh, I got to acknowledge for so hold on one second, Ronnie. I got to acknowledge the person in the chat room with the uh, username Kieran sucks <laughs> because all the comments in there are like music sucks now, all of it, uh, Pitbull sucks, no one gets signed anymore. <laughs> it's just constant. Right. I complain a lot on the show, right. so apparently somebody's making fun of me uh, right. or agreeing with you, one or the other. <laughs> the, the, I think the sad part is I'm surprised nobody has a nobody had thought of that. Aaron sucks before. <laughs> right. <laughs> you, know, you know. Yeah. So, so yeah. you had a good time, man. Are you spent? Are you? Oh, oh shot. My my freaking, my legs. Uh, it's going to take like three days for my calves to go back to regular size. <laughs> and uh, I've just been like sitting in bed for like a day just trying to recover. Because you're, you're basically going from, you know, 11 a.m. till midnight, 2 a.m. on your feet. On your feet. That's what he said, I believe. Are you still there, Ronnie? What is going on with the phones today? Yeah. I can't hear. Hey, I'm still here. Oh, hear uh, yeah, yeah. You die out every once in a while. I don't know why that is. Oh. Yeah. The, uh, but there's no seats anywhere. So you, you're lucky if you find a seat somewhere, but most of the time you're standing. That's, yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Because I, I, yeah, well, I like, just, yeah. So, in all in all, uh, Austin, Texas, and the South by Southwest Festival is something you need to see. Oh, absolutely! Like if you dig music, it's totally like I said, it's two thousand bands. It's hard to, it's hard to. I mean, we saw about seventy bands, and um, we saw like ten really, really good ones that we had, that I had never heard of before. And um, uh, you know, you're bound to get you're bound to get something good. Uh, and, hey, Ron, yeah. Ron, did you yeah. see, there's this one band I, I'd like to see live, but I, I'm just still on the fence. Did you, by chance, see this band called Cloud Nothings? No, no. Oh. All right. Well, uh, no, the, the best bands, the three bands that we came away with that I was, like, ridiculously impressed with was, uh, the best one was this band Royal Blood. Okay. Which, they're from, they're from the UK. It's a two-piece. Oh, nice. And the guy plays bass. But it sounds like he sounds like Jimi Hendrix on a bass. Wow! I don't know how he gets that sound out of it, but supposedly he runs it through three amplifiers. And um, if you go, if you Google, he's, there's a song called "Little Monster," and listen to that. Just listen to that and and say that's a bass guitar. That's not a guitar. It's a bass guitar that's coming out of that. Mm-hmm. What's the name of the song? Uh, "Little Monster," I believe he said. Yeah. The, the name of the band is and, Royal Blood. 
Yeah, Royal Blood. They're from the UK, they're from Brighton in the UK. Mm-hmm. And I actually, one of the other good things about Southwest is a lot of times you're in such a small space when the set is over, you just go talk to them. So I ended up talking to the drummer for like 20 minutes. And because uh, most of the guys, you know, most of them, they're not so popular yet that they start acting like Michael Jackson. So um, you can just go talk to them, and they're happy to hear from you. And so a lot of times after the show, after the set, I'll just walk over and be like, holy shit, that was awesome. And they'll, they'll be like, oh, thanks. And, you know, we'll ask them, like, whether they're playing, when they come to New York, stuff like that. And, and uh, like I said, I ended up talking to the drummer for like 20 minutes. He was really cool. And oh, yeah. I told him, I said, I felt bad about the band that had to follow them because they just, like, literally burned the place down. Right, yeah. I think I think Rocket's some, got I think Rocket's got the little monster song. Do you have it? Oh, I like that. That's so funny. Like it takes like a it takes like a show like that to, to yeah. find a band. Oh, I like this a lot. So pumpy green, but you know. that dude oh it was it was sick now one of the guys that we went with was like dude you got to hear this band you got to hear this band so i had never heard of him and we went there and it was in a um basically a little a little room that fit maybe like 100 people and Mm. it was just it was freaking insane how they were in in like in the show and uh and i was sitting there like holy shit i can't believe that sound is coming out of that guy's bass and uh it was just, and he just went nuts, and it was all on a bass guitar. I'm like, I never heard that before. I mean, it was like, I know, like Lemmy does stuff like that, but it was, it was ridiculous. Yeah. What, what else? Any other bands come to mind? Um, now, see, then there was another band also from the UK called Drenge, D R E N G E. Another two piece, except the guy instead of a bass guitar, he played regular guitar. So it was like a regular guitar and the drummer, and they were real. They were really good too, but they were sort of like. Uh, they were like just just really out of whack. Like the guitar player basically played with his back to the audience like the whole time, oh, really? and then they like they like stopped in the middle of the song because he was like, "This just doesn't sound right." Yeah. All right. Here we're playing a little bit of uh, Drenge.
Yeah, good stuff, man. Yeah, no, that one, there was only like 20 people there. So. Yeah. yeah, that's what's, it, was, you know, it, was, it was like two in the afternoon. There was like twenty people there, and and uh, but yeah, I mean, just it, that's the whole thing. You always find bands that like you never heard of and turn, turn out to be really good. Then you you know you come home and download a whole bunch of shit off uh, off the internet. I know. You know what's really sad is actually to find really good bands nowadays. You really have to go out and see them at venues. Yeah, you really just have to discover yeah. them on your own, which is terrible. Yeah, right. And then, like I said, we saw oh man, like sixty bands that literally sounded exactly the same and they sounded like you know i don't even know how to describe it but like like i said all the shit you hear on like alt nation yeah and those are the ones those are the ones you hear on the radio you know and they all sound the damn same like i can't bring myself to listen to alt nation on sirius xm because i'm just like i gotta sit through maybe 20 shitty songs that i don't like maybe to find something i do like you know and it's just like yeah it was brutal and and so yeah, you just kind of listen, and then you just go move on, move on to whatever's next, and stuff like that. But yeah. you know, I, I don't know. You guys should definitely go. Like it's, you know, you you it's you could probably get a uh, what do you call it a, a press pass. Yeah, I guess we got to work on being a little bit bigger of a radio show, but we can do that. Well, but I mean, that's that's like you could you could set it up. They have like trust me, you wouldn't be the only guy doing a podcast down there during the week. Oh yeah, like, no. Whole, I'm sure it's crazy now. I'm sure it's... Yeah, I mean, there's a whole tech setup, and, and you can go... I mean, they have, like, a zillion food trucks. You don't really have to spend money on food. Half the half the places let you in and give you free food and free booze anyway. So... Yeah, I'm sure there's, like, a radio row down there, too. I'm sure there's yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, they have the whole... There's a whole convention center that's set up with, like, tech shit and stuff like that. Yeah, that's and, awesome. Um, but, it just sounds... Like I said, it's... there's... It sounds like a really. Uh, hopefully, it doesn't jump the shark like you said it might. Um, oh, it's close. <laughs> but it it sounds like. I mean, from what people have said over the years. I mean, been listening, hearing about South by Southwest for you know almost a decade now, and yeah. it, it sounds like a really great event. I hope it's not ruined by you know you know with too much commercialization well, of stuff. You know. Yeah. Well, it, it's it's almost there because, like I said, Jimmy Kimmel was down there, oh, and um, he was. He was doing shows from there, and like the iTunes Festival was there, and of course they had Coldplay, who's you know just suicide inducing, and <laughs> you know it's it's just like I said, it's start. I think it's right at the cusp, and they had this year they had a ton of like hip hop stuff, so there was um, like they always they basically have all types of music that you could think of, but there was like a, way more hip hop than there was last year, hmm. so then you kind of like oh it was almost at night there was just night was like hip hop at night. Yeah. So like all the places that you'd go to, there would just be like hip hop band, hip hop band. There. And most of, most of them are like really bad live. Yeah. Hip hop really does not translate to the live. Oh, it does not. No, it's it just a bunch not. of people on a stage and they're just passing a microphone. It's, it's the weirdest well, thing. It depends. Some of them, some of them are really good, but a lot of them are, yeah. you know, and, and it just, it kind of, I was like sitting there in between, you know, like that, and then, like I said, the, the commercialization where you're starting to get all these really big, like Yahoo had a party and like Spotify, and mm. you, you know, you there, we like Spotify had a uh, like rented a house, so we're sitting there, and it's just, you know, it's like all these, you know, it's all hipsters and stuff, and you're like, oh god, you know, like I gotta hang out with these douchebags just for some free booze. <laughs> 
But I did, because it was free booze. Absolutely, so. yeah, you can't turn down free booze. <laughs> no, free booze is always <laughs> no. good, man. Yeah, so, you know, you're like, eh. You know, and I'm like, it just, I was like, you know, it's getting very close to jumping the shark. We're going to come down there, and it's going to be like, you know, Microsoft presents South by Southwest. <laughs> <laughs> Microsoft presents Metallica on the main stage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's going to be, you know, it's, and then, I mean, it's already bad, like, in a way, like, they have these food trucks, and you're paying $4 for a slice of pizza and yeah. 9 bucks for a plate of chicken shawarma. Yeah, and, and that's what everybody right. complained about with Woodstock the last right. time it came around. Right. It was yeah, like, exactly. a bottle of water was like eight bucks. Yeah, and you're like dying wow. of uh, well, starvation. Well, that's the thing. It's like yeah, like Governor's Ball here in New York. It's like oh, it's great. It's so many bands and it's cool. And then mm. there's like all these like food trucks, but it's like everything is just like blown out of proportion yeah. with the prices. Yeah. So it's like a give and take, though. You see all these bands that you know you'll never see, or you know you <laughs> look to go. And well, yeah, you, you do get these like hidden gems sometimes where you'll fi- you'll find yourself seeing some band and there's like a hundred of you where normally they could pack out a place of like a thousand or, or five thousand right yeah. but there's only a hundred of you there right. yeah. but that's starting to get a, like real thin yeah and um it was supposed to be the whole thing started if, for bands to get more you know notice but now you're starting to get bigger bands there and it's just sort of turned to this like I don't know, like it just, like I said, it, I think it's just it's real close to just it being almost, like it almost, it it almost sounds like it's turning into what Bonnaroo turned into, you know, on a yeah in a, in, a, in a different way. I mean, in a different venue type area because mm. mm. Bonnaroo is like that now. It's like comedy festival, uh, right, they have yeah. hip hop acts, old school acts, new guys. It's just a whole mesh of stuff. Yeah, but I would suggest, like, really, I would suggest going at least once, and then you could kind of, you could at least say, you know, like, you know, I did it, and, you know, who knows, maybe they'll, maybe they'll, they'll come, you know, pull back from the precipice, or who knows, but you should go at least once, I think, I, yeah. I think it's a blast. Well, it sounds maybe like not it. the whole, you don't, you don't have to go the whole week, you could just go, like, say, like, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, mm-hmm. and, you know, for, like, three days. Yeah. Sounds like fun, dude. I'm telling you, and thank you for calling in for, uh, t- yeah. tell us well, about it. Well, I figured you... I figured you guys want to know I was still alive. <laughs> oh, of course. I was actually thinking that. When I saw that story uh, oh, on the news. Nah, I just... come on. Ron, Ron would have stopped the truck with his bare hands. He'd be like, stop. <laughs> well, the story would have been two he people. He did that to a police car. He's on his Facebook page. <laughs> the story would have been two men died in a car if they hit a dude in the street. <laughs> the dude Listen, in the street was If fine. I would have died, I would have let you know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Ron, you got to call. I know, I know it's a trek, but you know, you know it would be great for you to come back down. It would be cool to... Have you I will, down. you know, totally. Like it's just, uh, I'm, I, it's got to be warm. I'm not driving up there in the middle of the, you know, no, you know. twenty degrees for and, sure. <laughs> but it'd be great. It'd be great to have you down, just the three of us shooting the shit on the show. I hate, hate cold weather. No, yeah. so do I, man. I'm right there with yeah, you. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, Dude, listen, uh, I, I am not. As soon as it warms up, I actually, I do not have another vacation. No place dropping until July. Wow. So, wow. That's good. Well, yeah. I'm, well, I'm going to be going. For, the thing is, I'm going to be going for three weeks in July, so I have to. I'm saving up all my money in vacation for you know for that vacation. Well, hopefully, at some point, so, you're not flying Malaysian Air. Yeah, please that. don't. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm staying in the U.S. going right. to Grand Canyon. All right, there you go. That's a good. T- that's a good time right well, there. But here, here's this. I, I, you know how I like to place drop and stuff. And hey, Karen, you, do you remember that hotel room we stayed at in Vegas? Yes. Yeah. Do you, do you want me to that's say the a, name of it? The hotel. Yeah, it was right. Yeah, the hotel. Yeah, you remember, and it had like the the, the you know the the rooms, and it had doors and two entrances and stuff like that. And a doorbell. Yeah, 
<laughs> yeah. Well, one of the hotels that when going to the Grand Canyon, I'm staying at one hotel where I'm actually going to have a 15 by 11 pool in my room. Holy shiznit. Yeah. He's, he's excited. Look at him. He's doing the. He's doing the. I'm excited. Giggle. He's doing the happy dance. <laughs> <laughs> so, literally, you're going on vacation to go sit in a pool because I, I can't imagine you're going to leave that room. I wouldn't. Well, we're all. I'm gonna. We're, well, it's only part of the trip. But it's still. It, yeah, it's a 15 by 11 in in the room. In the, in the that's room. incredible. Well, that's nice, dude. That's the way yeah, to well, go. You gotta spoil yourself once in a while. <laughs> Good for you, Ronnie. Yeah. So yeah, uh, I'll be in touch. We'll we'll figure something out for like April or something like that. That'd be awesome. That'll be really cool, man. Yeah, maybe around yeah. the Masters so we can talk about the Masters. Let's not do that. Let's Come on. kind of have a normal show. No, I like talking really. about the Masters. Yeah. Maybe we could talk about that plane because nobody else talks about that. Everybody's forgotten about that. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> whistle wuzzle, whistle wuzzle. <laughs> whistle wuzzle. Seriously, <laughs> listen. You know what I want to know, and I know you guys have probably been over this like a hundred times. Mm. If I lose my iPhone and I could just find it, like, how do you lose an entire airplane? <laughs> no, that's a great, it's a great question. Well, Malaysia, that's the first word that comes to mind. You're yeah. in Malaysia. Uh, that's a problem, yeah. There's problem number second, one. Second thing is Indian Ocean. Yeah, yeah, Ron, literally, if I lose my phone in the Indian Ocean, I ain't finding yeah, it. Just... Yeah, even, even Steve Jobs from, from the graveyard's like, you're, really, you're fucked. But if somebody, all right, if that plane crashed and somebody was like, you know, was able to survive the crash and like literally put his cell, his iPhone turned it on, then he'd be like, oh, we got it. You think, you think, <laughs> you think. You go, like, you black box, the black box doesn't work. Like, if it hits the water, like, isn't that's the whole point of the black box, isn't it? Like, I, I always assume that that thing had like a GPS locator on it. That's why they call it a black box. You know, like. Yeah. Well, Rocket says that it's wrong. A- I don't know how ro- good, ac- accurate Rocket's knowledge is on I'm this. so accurate. But he says the black box runs on batteries. Yeah, there's a battery life. It only has 30 days. Yeah, but uh, so does, like, my phone lasts for 24 hours. I can still find it if I lose it. That's true. Dude, I mean, there's, I mean, Ron, I'm right there with you. There's websites where I could tell you right now where a flight is. I could actually, with Google Earth, be in the in the cockpit of that plane as if I'm in Microsoft yeah. Flight Simulator and flying along with the pilot. How did they lose like, this seriously? plane? I get it. I mean, I'm right there with you, man. I, I understand. I, Ron's I, first line said it all. It's a plane. How did we lose it? Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, like, do you remember, you remember, like, Indiana Jones in the Temple of Doom when he, like, you know, he escapes and he's flying with the chickens and the roosters? Oh, that's yes. what I'm picturing. Yes, right, exactly. Well, that sounds like Malaysian Airlines, though. I mean, let's be honest. That kind of is probably there. They probably bring their chickens on the plane and the goats take up a seat, you know, so. They just said it was 239 people on the plane, but it's a Boeing 777. I'm sure there's some chickens, goats, and the occasional sheep on that flight. I, you know, like I, I don't get it. Like the thing, the thing disappears, and somebody's like, "Hey, look, at, that thing disappeared. What are you gonna do?" Hands tied, can't do nothing. <laughs> we tell we tell our boss, but he's probably sleeping. Exactly. <laughs> I'm uh, like, you're gonna be kidding me. Like, how do you lose a plane? It's a big plane, and you just lost it. And then, and then. You know, later on, supposedly the military gets it. They're like, oh, hey, look at that. That's funny. There's a plane. Yeah, right. (laughs) There's a plane totally not where it's supposed to be. That's odd. So where do you think it is, Ron? Ron, do you think it crashed into the ocean or is it like somewhere like on on land? 
Oh, I, yeah, it's probably in the ocean somewhere. Yeah. But, you know, like I said, there's, there's some military operator there who's like, boy, there's a big plane in where it's not supposed to. I'd probably tell somebody, but I'm going to go back to playing Candy Crush. That's right. <laughs> Just some guy with his feet up on the desk. And he's like leaning back. It's like, well, that's not supposed to be there. Everybody's playing Candy Crush and they're supposed to be tracking planes. Yeah, that's why we lost yeah, this that's plane. That's why we lost got to play you Candy know, Crush. Uh, I bet you that's probably... You uh, yeah, you can see the guy had like his feet up, and he's just like, "Oh yeah, boy, that's funny." You gonna do something about it? Nah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sure they'll. I'm sure they know where they're going. <laughs> that probably is. That probably is a real reason to why the plane is actually missing at this point. Is because a lot of people are being lazy at work during the time of that flight. <laughs> they're, they're, they were watching. They were watching the marathon of Bar Rescue. That, yeah. that John Taffer. I can't get enough of him. Yeah, a lot of air traffic controllers are just like watching. You know, fucking something on TV when they're supposed to be paying attention to the screens and texting their girlfriends or boyfriends. <laughs> hey, listen, dude. Speaking of Bar Rescue. You know that that guy's got, like, a trunk full of rats in his car and that he goes into the kitchen and, like, flings them around before oh, they start filming? Are you, are you, oh, come on, are you, are you, are you doing conspiracy theories on John Taffer with his, with his giant collar? Come on, you can't, you can't be doing those theories. Yes. Is he, yes. is he bombing, Absolutely. is he bombing bars? Is that what he's doing? Well, who would do that? Who would let some guy come into the bar and just start yelling at him? Who would do that? That's all planned. It's all well. It is all. Of course, it's all planned. But uh, I mean, the show's all set. But the, these these places are kind of actually. There's a what was that show? Um, the restaurant show with the the angry chef guy. What's his name? Uh, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Christ, now I can't think of it. Yeah. The British guy. Yeah, exactly. They, he did a guy yeah. right here in Morgan Queens. Freeman. Yeah, he did Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Morgan he Freeman. did a show right here in Queens, and it's like you know you find these places that are a little dilapidated and yeah. having problems, and you you basically Chef Ramsay. If you want to, yeah, Chef Ramsay. If you want to cut right to the chase, they just basically spruce up the place, and then they see what they're doing six months from then, you know, because right. they're they're running a half ass operation. But it's bar bars are like that exponentially worse because you know you're just serving booze essentially. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know if he's dropping rats into the places, but there are some disgusting, disgusting bars out there. That's for sure. I will not deny that. Yeah, but that's why you go there. Like, you're not eating there. You're just going for a drink out of a bottle. I guess. Yeah, I guess. I mean, you're right. But even that, sometimes they screw up. I mean, they'll they'll do these. They'll have like they'll have these like taps where they're just putting the the beers underneath, and you're getting all those germs on it, or they're just you kitchen know, nightmares. Is kitchen that nightmares. I have yes. no idea. People are giving me this in the chat. Yeah, I have no nightmares. idea what the show kitchen is. Kitchen nightmares. I'm yeah. being called stupid. I love how you're being called stupid, even though I'm talking <laughs> yeah, about it. <laughs> Apparently, the per- the Kieran sucks guy thinks you or me. I guess yeah, I don't know. Who cares? But I don't know. I get a. I honestly, Bar Rescue is great if you can watch it on Netflix because Spike has the world's longest commercial breaks in the history of television shows. So unless you can like DVR it, because it's it's the show is literally ten minutes because they always recap when they come back from break. I hate when they do that because the commercial breaks are so long you actually forget what you're watching. <laughs> I've actually watched Bar Rescue and I had an info. Like what was I watching again? That's right, it was Bar Rescue. So mindless. Yeah. I get a kick out of that show. Oh, no. Wait, are, the, are they longer than the commercial breaks on the old Lunatic Radio when Karen used to have to fix the uh, CD recorder? No, nothing's longer than <laughs> when that. When I had to put in the old CD, <laughs> analog recording. Yeah. Oh, I miss those days. <laughs> Boy, that was rough. That's right. In our break, we're going to listen to the entire Aqualung album. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> 
I still will never forget one of the one of the best moments in Lunatic Radio history was when Fat Kev left the show because The Sopranos was on. He just left the show in the middle of it broadcasting because Sopranos was coming on. Gotta uh, go, Leroy. Checking. Oh, Sopranos Leroy. are on. What are you gonna do? <laughs> Leroy checking into the chat room. Question for uh, uh, actually a comment for Ronnie Beans. Uh, ask him what would you do for a Klondike bar. That's it. <laughs> Oh, kick him in the throat? <laughs> kick him in the throat. <laughs> that's a, that's an old school, old school thing. That's, yeah. that's, a, that's an inside joke, really old. It doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> I actually remember that. Holy shit! I that's great. That's great. Old references. Yeah, yeah. It's a long time ago. Old reference. That's that's like 1994 Woodstock. <laughs> yeah, that's that's old. That's when I was a kid. <laughs> Yeah, that, that was like before Kieran graduated high school, uh, when Nine Inch Nails was rolling around in the mud, and Metallica <laughs> was still heavy metal. Yeah. All right, Ronnie Bees, thank you for the phone call. Yeah, man. That All right, good. man. Come down, dude. Come, but do it when it's warm so we can go have some beers or something. Yeah, no, definitely. All, All right, man. I'll cool. be in touch. All right, man. Peace. Later. There Later. goes Ronnie Beans with another fabulous phone call. Yeah. Look at that. The guy killed it. I didn't. Even, I, had, I was going to do something else in the second segment, but Ronnie Beans just... Hammered it home. Well, you can still do it. We got time. That's all right. <laughs> I need a break. That's 45 minutes. All right. <laughs> Somebody all right. called while Ron was on. I can't, Clearly, they weren't listening because they just kept calling. But So by all means, call in the next segment. I believe it was Kieran Sucks that was trying to call. Oh, him. well, you could certainly call in. The, oh, here it is. Here we go. All right, here's Kieran Sucks. Finally, they're listening to the show. Kieran Sucks, you're on the air. What's up? Hey, what's up, dude? What's up? How you doing? Good. Oh, wait. I don't know who this is. I don't know who this is. <laughs> I do. I do, but I don't. Oh, I know who this is. <laughs> I already know. You just got to hear that. You just got to hear that adorable voice. And <laughs> yeah. You just, yeah. You're just drawn in. You just want to give him a hug. With a hint of emo on it. No, it's, it's, it's a, a little hint Actually, of emo. a little bit. Yeah, a little, a little bit. A little hint of emo. Yeah. Yeah. What's going on, buddy? Not much. Been uh, listening to your show, uh, you know, watching you guys and uh, listening to what you guys are saying. <laughs> irritated because I'm so like just done with like the scene now like I'm just so like done with what music has become right now and it pisses me off so much I agree with that I think the music scene has definitely fallen off I agree with that but you're into I the mean, you're more into the really hard shit though right well I mean well see not 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 always I mean like the last you know the last band I was in we were more of like a rock and roll band yeah so I'm into like you know Guar and soil work and you know Metallica old stuff and you know some of the new stuff I guess was all right I mean like more like in the nineties and all that shit but like I, I, have you guys have you guys been out like any time recently to see like any of the new quote unquote rock bands that are out now Give like the ones example. that are like eating up the scene right now do you know what it's like out there right now I but I I just went to I recently went to go see my cousin's band play and that's certainly nothing you would be interested into. But the the uh, band I mean, the band, be... the band that opened up for them called My Goodness, I had no clue who they were. And uh-huh. when I was there, somebody told me that they're they're loud as hell, and I was just like, well, if they're opening up for my cousin's band, they're going to be sort of similar, so I think I'll be able to deal with it. But they were completely different. See, that's they were, that's like they were great. They were hard rock. 
they're a band from Seattle. They had that little hint of grunge in yeah, it. Yeah, but you know what? You didn't know they. You don't know who they were. I didn't know who yeah, they were. You were there to see another. I know exactly where 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 he's coming from with this, and I can you actually, have to find them. You have, yeah. to, you have to. I have my. Like, I saw a show but last he, year where it was a band doing their twentieth anniversary from a CD, and I was like, it was Fu Manchu. And I'm a big fan of theirs, mm-hmm. but that doesn't count because I knew who they are. The last time I saw a rock show, just to see like a rock show, it's scary. Yeah. It was a few years ago. It was Opeth and High on Fire, and I'd never seen High on Fire live. And that okay. was, and that we're talking like three years, maybe four, three years ago, around there, three years ago. That was probably like the last solid rock show that I saw because I know exactly where. And by the way, this is Coco. And yeah, I know, it's, I know it's Coco. <laughs> but I, I totally I mean, get where he's coming from because there isn't like really shows like that. Now I'm into like all different types of music, and there's like these bands that are like little like. You know, rock I mean, and like I mean, non-rock bands that I've seen since then. But if you want to talk about like a legitimate rock show, like that was the last one. That was three years ago. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's it's re- like you know, you were saying like uh, your cousin's band uh, and this other band who was completely. You said they were completely different, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's the problem. Is like you know all these shows that get booked together. It's like you get like all these like different bands together and it, like it sounds good on paper it's like all right well you know we'll we'll open up people's minds to all different sounds but it doesn't work when you're there to go see a rock band you want to see other rock bands you don't want to see an electronic death metal band a rock band a folk group and all that other shit and <laughs> and like you know all that other crap just combined into one show and it makes it does not make sense and it's like nowadays you know, I've been, you know, I've been going to shows like I had a friend who was in a band. They broke up recently and I thought they were really good, you know, because like they still had like a little bit of that like bluesy sound, but, uh, and rock, you know, together and everything. But like all, they're all like, they're trying to re re like have like a rebirth of like that Guns N' Roses type shit, which like I said, I like Guns N' Roses, but like that's gone. You know, it's like you got these guys coming on stage with tight leather pants and like the leather vests, and you know, it's it's all about image. It's like everybody in the band has to dress the same. The singer has to be the spotlight of the show, and you know, you got to tattoo your face and take your shirt off mid-show, and you know, it's just really dumb. It's just really stupid that like all these bands are just trying to recreate like like so much like basically like the '80s. Like you got all these like Motley Crue and Guns N' Roses wannabes who are trying to make it and it's like it's done what are you doing so who are you into right like if there was a band that if there was a band that stands out right now who are you into now um well this band they can't like they came out with a cd i think it might have been it's like time goes so fast it might have been like eight years by now it's like uh i think came out like two three years ago called king uh it's spelled k-y-n-g oh yeah 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 absolutely Awesome band, like I love them. I think they're great. They're heavy. They're he- you know heavy rock. Singer ha- kind of has like a Chris Cornell type of thing going on, which I think is awesome. Like he's got a great high pitched voice. The bass player is awesome. The drummer is awesome, and the the singer guitarist he's he's great. You know they got a good setup there. I mean I also saw another band uh, actually open for the Misfits, which like I said, you know you get two different bands together. You know, it's like this. This band sounds a lot like what happened, like 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 '90s grunge. I guess their CD came out in like I think like '07, '08, something like that. Called Saint Cain. Um, they're they're from Jersey. They're actually they're actually a good band. Like I saw them. I you know, like I said, opened for Misfits. I bought their CD, and it's it's a good CD. But like you know, you go into New York on a weekend, like a Friday or a Saturday, you want to go to like a 
just to see a rock show and it's like that's all you're gonna see is dudes dressed in leather trying to like recreate what Guns N' Roses and Motley Crue did it's, oh. just, it's not gonna happen well, yeah, we're just gonna play a little this is uh, Falling Down by King it's gonna let some people hear it It cool. does have that Chris Cornell look, uh, feel cool. to him, or sound to him, yeah. That's good. I like that. Yeah, I mean, it's like I said, it's a great album. You know, it's like one of those CDs that a friend turned me on to, and I thought it was great. I mean, like, I, I, it's one of those albums that you can listen to from beginning to end without skipping a song or anything. And, you know, it's like, you, you, it's cool to, like, rely on, like, the older acts, like the old rock and roll bands. It's like, oh, this, this band's going to have a gig this week. This band's going to, you know, it's like Roger Waters is coming to town. Freaking Black Sabbath is back together. And, you know, the Rolling Stones are always touring. And it's, it's always great to see them because, like, they're always good. You know, they always have mm-hmm. all their old songs that you, that you love. It's just like nobody, nobody writes a classic anymore. You know, you're not going to hear a rock song on the album that, like, 30 years from now, you're going to play for your kids and be like, you know, this this, is, this song's a classic. You're not going to give your kids a CD of a band that comes out tomorrow and say, this album is a classic album. You're not going to see documentaries and, and behind the music's made on these people. Well, you might because, like, it's, it's all there is now, but... You know, it, there's nothing special about anybody anymore. Like, all, like even, even R&B and rap and all that stuff, it's like, I know it's real easy to say because, like, you know, we're getting old and we're starting to sound like our parents when we say, well, you know, music is, is so much different. You know, music was better in my age. But in, in all honesty, the last great movement of music, of any kind of music, was in the 90s. Because you had grunge rock, you had gangster rap, R&B was great, too. You know what I mean? Mm. It's like nowadays, it's like it's all crap it's just shit there are a few select and you can literally no, you can remember are. you can you can I'm, I'm talking to artists across all genres that you can that do stand out every once in a while like like for yeah, example adele fun. stands out Adele definitely yeah, yeah uh, right, no, maybe I mean, this look, new right. girl that that this new girl that what's her name that sings the royal song oh lord she stands out uh, amongst all those pops girl, but she stands but, out she has some substance to what she's saying yeah. in her she has nothing, okay? There she is nothing. does. I really no, I know you don't anything. like. I know you don't listen, like the type of music, but she does stand out, even, and look, she's a person who can have a, a longevity to her career. You can tell just by the talent that she has, because of the way she writes her words and her voice. They're good. It's good. Yeah, no, but, you're absolutely right. But there are I some. Cut ba- my, I the, cut my teeth on wedding rings at the movies. That is so deep. It is fucking deep, dude. <laughs> it's like a great metaphor. Come on, metaphor. Heard. We all come from cities that are not on TV. Come on, people are speaking exactly. metaphors to shampoo my crotch. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Dude, I I understand. <laughs> you know, like she's big now, but it's like I really don't see anything special about her. Yeah, she she could have longevity. She could she could be like the next. Madonna or whatever. I, I could be wrong. I just don't like it. I really That's don't fine. see anything special about it. I think like every female singer who comes out now tries to sound like the last one. It's like you, like ever since Nora Jones, you got like all these women who have that like. It's like oh well, I sing like Nora Jones. I I, I sound like a lounge singer. You know, right. it's like you. I, nobody has their own voice anymore. It's ridiculous. You, I I think it's it will be hard pressed to have a an era like grunge was or like even before that with the hair metal guys uh that where there's a pack a group of bands that come out and they all shine well there was well, that's, 
There was, well, guys. Can I go? Hold on. Other than the rap metal. No, no, no. <laughs> just this past, just this past couple of years, there was that folk rock music m- movement that did well. The, of Monsters and Men, the Lumineers come to mind immediately. Mm-hmm. This past couple of years had a big folk rock music uh, movement. Now I wasn't a big fan of it, and uh, us well, generally. I, said rock. I said I was referring okay. to what he likes. Oh, I'm just you know. saying, just movement generally Look, speaking. I- I I totally get that, and you got like bands like you got a band like like Mumford and Sons, right? Exactly. You know what I mean, it's like you hear their you hear the stuff from their first album. It's great. It's like, well, this isn't necessarily new, like a new type of sound, but it kind of is. But at the same time, it's like, you know, their second album sounded just like the first one. That's you know true. what I mean? It's like it's kind of hard to like take what you did in the first album and top it. Yeah. You know, because you put out a good product, and it's like you got to keep it good. Well, that's a sophomore you know, slump. Like you, you got someone like Eminem who like progressed and got better and better through the years. You know what I mean? Mm. But then you got stuff like that where it's just like, okay, we're gonna put out, we put out a great album. Now, how do we follow it? Yeah, well, you're you're right in the sense. I don't think there's ever gonna be another band that's gonna have a career like you two had. Or has right. you really never? You don't. Yeah, you think Metallica. that those days are over? I well, those. I feel like I feel yeah. like the yeah. era of legendary things are gone. I don't think exactly. anything's going to be legendary like, anymore. You're I don't, not going to have don't, another classic. You'll I never, don't think you will. Dude, it, well, you, we, we're going to have to wait sixty years. Is it because of like oversaturation? I is, think oversaturation. So we'll never have like much, like unique much. baseball Got cards it. that are it, worth lots of money. And technology, there's a lot of factors that that, that go into it. I mean, the reason why you won't have one, but you know, it's true. Is oversaturation. We're, People get we their alive. entertainment from a variety of sources now, and it's all on a dime. It's all on a click of a finger or mm-hmm. something, you know? So. But what I'm saying is, like, we're, we're alive when a song like Enter Sandman becomes a classic. A song like One becomes a classic by Metallica. Uh, Jeremy by Pearl Jam is a classic now. Mm-hmm. Everything that Nirvana did, it's all considered classic now because those songs made a big impact on the on music mm-hmm. and rock and roll more specifically right whereas like the shit that comes out now like lord it's like wh- what's it going to be in three years what's it going to be in two years mm-hmm. you know it's going to be what it is now a dance song that people are going to dance to for a while and then that's it you know it's not like who let the dogs out you're not you're not going to hear it in, in a <laughs> like at a sports uh, sports arena you know you're not going to hear it when, when the yankees run out on the field no Rockumentaries of the future: Justin Bieber, Miley Cyrus, and Beyonce. I, I tell you, I, I, I per- love the new Beyonce song. I've been drinking. Right. I've been drinking. Let's getting a little frisky. Don't don't but know see, what like, I'm about. Thing, though, Beyonce Beyonce already made a name for herself. You know oh. what I mean? It's like we know who she is, and it's like she she already <laughs> made it. It's like Metallica was like the last band to ever make it, and they were they're heavy metal. It's like I know you know through the years they've changed a bit. You know they they. You know, went with a more rock sound, whatever. But they're still Metallica. Mm. They're still the same guys, same band, whatever. And we got to see a heavy metal band get inducted to the Hall of Fame. Oh, Brian Monroe brings up a good point. How about Robin Thicke? How does he fit in the equation? <laughs> the Robin Thicke? Yeah. Oh boy. No. Uh, you know, I, I'm not a fan, but He's... like the video, the video for Blurred Lines, it's pretty hot. Yeah. Like, 
can't argue the actual that. video, not yeah, the one that you see on YouTube. What do you remember about Blur? I, mean, I guess you do remember the Blurred Lines song. I, can I, I'll be honest. That. I think he is a good vocalist. I think Bruno Mars is a good vocalist. Bruno I would, Mars is very good too. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I mean, like, I can't, I can't knock their vocal abilities. You know, if, if I was, if I had the opportunity to go see them live, I wouldn't turn it down because I would be mm. curious to see how they perform live. But actually, it's very interesting because I, I, I am a rock guy, and like, mm. so I listen, I li- listen exclusively on satellite radio and i don't listen to the you know new current rock station at all i don't yeah i don't listen to octane at all because it just sounds like the same literally the same song everybody with a song named i listen to the uh (laughs) i listen to xmu i listen to like the indie channel essentially just to kind of like see what's different and what's out there Mm. because you turn on octane it's a it, it says label it's a different band name but it sounds like that same song Here's the latest from Five Finger Death Punch. Yes. Ugh. Okay, yeah. we get it. Just it just sounds like Nickelback a little bit heavier. <laughs> yeah, I know. Nickelback, Nickelback ruined it. Nickelback, like, ended it. That's what they, you that's know, why everybody hates Nickelback, them. Nickelback is so fucked up. Like, I'm so, like, when I first heard them come out, like, I thought they were just ridiculous because they got one song it's like yeah yeah and then like the next song it's like all heavy and shit it's like yeah i'm gonna put this in your mouth you know it's like shut the fuck up hand jobs in the car there's a reason you got rocks thrown at you in Portugal. Right, 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 exactly. And that overproduced sound, which is ridiculous. The Nickelback. And, you, know what, you know what I found funny? You ever hear of Theory of a Dead Man? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Sure. You know, the band that sounds exactly like Nickelback? Yes. I thought, uh, I heard like, a couple job years ago. Been my best friends. <laughs> yeah, I know that song. Uh, exactly. I heard that Chad Kroger founded them. I mean, like, how is this guy thinking? It's like, hey, another band that sounds like us, let's sign them. Yeah. We need more bands that sound like Nickelback. Are you kidding me? Come on. Puddle of Mud. mud. Them and them. Puddle oh, yeah, of mud. exactly. They, were, they weren't bad. Puddle of Mud wasn't bad. It should have been Puddle But it's still of in the same, like, it's still in the same, like, you know, uh, working, like, uh, organism well, I mean, that is Nickelback. Look, as, as, <laughs> They as, read the as, book. As, They're all as like much as, as much as they said in, in, in Ted, the movie Ted, that is how, like, every singer, every band that didn't make it out of the 90s that's what their singers sound like. That yeah. whole, like... Yeah, Scott Stepp. They had all the Scott Stepp disease. Well, I mean... Or you could call the Eddie Vedder disease or the Elvis disease, whatever. You know what I mean? It's like it all started from somewhere. I think, well, I think though, the... I think it's it's more of like also a <laughs> national thing to get more coverage. Because it, in my opinion, a lot of these modern rock songs have a bit of a country twang for lack of a better I'm word so, to them and i'm so sick of that yeah but i think they do that so oh, no no it's fine you can totally be sick of it and i wouldn't argue that but i think they do it so that they could get more publicity and more coverage and more listenership and more sales because you know that's the one thing that's changed between the 90s and now is that back in the 90s what did you do you went to the store and you bought a cd period end of discussion that was right. it Yep. Nowadays, it's like it downloaded here. I could I could get it off this pirate site there. I could mm-hmm. just get a song here. I could right. you know copy it from my friend there. So th- there becomes and and sadly, sadly, it there becomes this this saturation problem or, mm. or, or, or you know and and so they need to find ways to expand their audience and nickelback found this thing that maybe some of the ceos said aha here's a way we could get to the guy up in 
you know, wherever, like Massachusetts, but at the same guy be interested to the guy in the middle of Texas at mm. the same time. That Nickelback hit it all right. everywhere. I was on fucking vacation in Cabo, and I was sitting next to two dudes who were rocking out to Nickelback. Oh, I can imagine. On the beach, and I was like, I'm in Mexico, and I gotta hear Nickelback. Is, possible, <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it possible... Is it possible to rock out to Nick? They so were, dude. They loved were. it. They were these guys from like down south somewhere. I don't know where they were. They loved it. They dude, we're in a little. Even though we are in like this megalopolis I'm, that is New York City, we are. We don't know what it's like outside. They man. It's eat a it big up. world. I, it's a big country. Tennessee. You know what I, you know what I can tell you? you know Missouri. I, they love it. You know what I could say though? Country music sucks. I hate it. <laughs> That's now not I was fair. Like, oh, I love country. But music. you know but that no, you it don't. doesn't you don't suck. Love country. No, I don't. But that's not for you. Can't just be. Just you. You can't say it sucks, and that's just the end of the right. You can't. Conversation. That's not fair. I don't like country, but I cannot sit here and be like, oh, it sucks. The, the hell with country. It's like you know, it's the end of beal. It is a billion dollar industry. Uh, is he eating the phone? The phone line just drops out every once in a while. Hello. Oh. Yeah, you're there. Hey, Go you're ahead. Up. I guess that's what just happened. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, like you know, it's like you'll be in a bar and someone will play like you know, like one of these new country songs on on the jukebox, and it's like, what is this crap? Oh, you don't like this? This is the new this is Darius Rucker, whatever the fuck. <laughs> uh, are you kidding me? Wagon Wheel. You you, you hear that one? Coco, do you I, want is are, is your argument that you want your music, the music that you like, to be the most popular music? I just want good music to come out again. That's a yes, you know what I mean. <laughs> it's yes. like I, look. I understand we can't we can't repeat the '90s. It's just there are no new ideas anymore, and if there are, we're all too stupid to find them. Hey man, you know what I was rocking out to this weekend? The old Nirvana Unplugged ZD. Really? I thought you were going to say Finger Eleven because I know how much you love them. <laughs> no. Oh my God! I remember Finger Eleven. Christ. Yeah. yeah favorite but... song. Uh, what was it called? <laughs> I don't. Just one thing or whatever. whatever oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What was that song? Christ, can we play that? Wait, wait. Never that guy? The whole thing didn't make sense. Wait, it was my finger 11? If I can remember that yes. one thing, everything will be fine or something. I forget what the yeah. fuck it was. If I traded it. Oh. Yeah. That was my finger 11? Yeah, finger 11. These guys the can go. The one who did that song, Paralyzer. These guys can finger fuck themselves. Because it was terrible, that song. It's also the same band thing, that did right? that song, Paralyzer, yeah. that sounds just like Disturbed. <laughs> yeah, this song. We've done this bit about three times on this show. This goddamn song irritates the balls out of me. I know it, I know how much you love it. I was, I was going <laughs> to sing it to you. <laughs> Remember this rock, right? What's that? Yeah, listen to the lyrics. Oh, no. They'll just drive you bird shit. <laughs> bird shit? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I wasted the- I love you. It makes no it's so fucking vague. You have no idea what this guy's talking about. But you should be mine. One direction cross a line. If I traded it all, if I gave it First of all, let me just turn it, t- stop it for a second. For, clearly, if anybody traded it all, like all their shit, all of their stuff away for one thing, what are you saying about that person? They're a complete retard. Don't do that. And th- you're an idiot. Don't do that. But what, what's the one thing? It's probably pussy. He's probably trading it all for man. pussy. 
I don't know. I got all <laughs> I don't know, man. Is it is it is it heroin? Is it heroin? Could yeah. be a push pop. Who knows? <laughs> push. Or a ring pop. A ring pop. <laughs> well, then he's a complete asshole. <laughs> Wouldn't that? It wouldn't be something. It wouldn't be something. You had a lot of things. Please, this is what I'm saying. Stop it. Stop the. Stop the. Hold on. I got to read that. That. There. Here's here's a uh, what is that a stanza? Is that what I yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I, this George Costanza. Here, here's, here's, here's a stanza. Do people even call it that anymore? <laughs> yeah, well, that's technically what it is. <laughs> I had to go back to my like high school days to get that out of my head. <laughs> I, I dug deep in my brain for that one. Uh, here, all right. Let me just read this from the 1920s. I promise I might <laughs> not walk on by. Maybe next time, but not this time. He wrote that down and went. That's lyrics. <laughs> you know, <laughs> what is but, that? But, but you call Lord, uh, you know, a genius. I don't call I, her a genius. I call her way no, better than I this horseshit. I don't mean you, but I'm just saying people. It's like, oh, she's so great. What's so great? Her lyrics, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, you bring up Lord. You, I have to, you have to Google Bruce Springsteen covering Royals. I, I heard that. It's I not really that good. It's awful. No, I know. I, I, you, you can't know really what? hear it either. Oh, you can't hear it? Hear it? Eh, it's like, like really I'm, awful. I'm so not a Bruce Springsteen fan at all. It's so awkward to hear that. Yeah, I heard it. It's like, yeah. We could be Royals. <laughs> yes. It's so weird. He's playing the acoustic guitar. You could call me Queen Bee. No, Queen. Uh, wait, King Bee. King Bee. King Bee. Yeah, right. And I'll live in Jersey. That's where we were. The guy's like, Jersey like Jersey. he's practically seventy, talking about like <laughs> singing that song, called staying I relevant. I got in rings when I cash my million dollar check. Yeah. I got. If you were in the audience watching I'm Bruce cover Royals, I'd just be like, "What are you Jersey. doing, Bruce? What the fuck are you doing, buddy? What are you doing? Can you can you sing something else from your your vast catalog other than covering Royals for twenty minutes? No, I'm just I'm just I'm just busting on on Bruce Springsteen. I can't stand him. He's so he's so annoying. Him and all those Jersey pricks. Wait, speaking of old, Brian Monroe checking in. Coco sounds old. Ha ha. <laughs> Whatever. I, I you know what I I I admit it. I'm just like every everybody who's older than me who says, well, you you never have music as good as from the 60s. And I'm like, yeah, 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 whatever. You never listen to music from the 90s. And then I now it's 2010s. And I'm like, you don't appreciate good, you can't appreciate good music because you never listen to music from the 90s. I got a great idea. Every generation. I just had a great idea. I think it should, we should make like this big group roundtable show and call it Grumpy Old Men. And we just, <laughs> we just shit on everything that's going on nowadays. It could be like you, me, Ronnie, Coco. We could throw like <laughs> Andrew in there and we just completely just destroy everything and just, and just talk about how it was better like 20, 15 years ago, 10 years ago. Like how everything was better. It was better 15 years ago when I was drunk half the time. Yes. We're going to call it the Grumpy Old Men Podcast, and we're going to make millions doing it. I think there is one like that. You follow us on Twitter, the Grumpy Old Men Podcast. I I remember back in my day, there used to be a metal club on Northern Boulevard in Jackson Heights. Nice. I remember Hammerheads out in Nassau County. Hammerheads. I don't remember. I don't know that one. I remember Rondo Boulevard, freaking Castle Heights. Castle Heights. Blue I remember Lounge. Castle Heights. Do you remember Deja One out in Merrick? 
No. Uh, oh, that sounds familiar. I think I've heard of it, but I don't. I don't think I ever made it out there. But I, like I said, I remember Voodoo Lounge. Voodoo Lounge, absolutely. You know, I played Voodoo Lounge. <laughs> Voodoo Lounge. Right, now we're full enough to do that. No, we're not. We're, we're bringing back the I remember days. the Napa Tandys on Merrick Boulevard. <laughs> it's still there, right? Yeah, Please. Thursday, 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 Thursdays. <laughs> Two for one. Yeah, those Bud you Lights. Know, I, I saw the day. Go ahead. I, I saw the Dave Brocky experience play for 10 people at the Voodoo Lounge. <laughs> I remember ants marching playing Mulcahy's for $10. Now they're asking for 35 Back in the day, you could get $10 in a Bud Light and have a good night. <laughs> I remember you could get a, an all-night death metal show. 12 bands for $10 yeah. in a free magazine. This guy like his joke. His fucking punchline just got ate up by the internet. <laughs> it, it just it crapped out as soon as Skype, you had your punchline. Skype. You know what? It's better off because like I heard it after I said it and it wasn't funny. <laughs> <laughs> Skype knew where you were going. Yeah. Hey, the Deftones, hey, they've, they've hung around. You know, that's a good point. Well, that's, but that's the thing, though. When, when, I, when I say, like, rock is dead, I don't mean, like, the bands that have, like, made it already. It's like, of course, they're still alive. They're still rocking. They're still good. But new rock, it's just dead. It's like there's nothing right. like yeah, Deftones not enough good coming out. It's like it's like like I like Mastodon and they changed too. Like they they kind of softened up a little bit, but they're still pretty good, you know. But there are some good know, ones. That, the thing is, is that there are some good ones out there. There's just not enough of them to make a wave. You know what I mean? But, they it, need but to it's make also a wave. it's like all the all, all the crap that I've been like seeing when I go to New York. It's enough, It's discouraging enough mm. for me to not want to go out and find it. What grunge was? What grunge? Grunge was a wave. It was a wave. There was a bunch of them. It was a yeah. bunch of them that sounded sounded similar. They're all kind of in unique in their own way. And there was exactly. a wave of them. They all came out at the same time. Mm. Yeah, you need that now because right now you got. You're flooded with a bunch of guys who look like hipsters playing rock music. And that's what you got. That's your wave. But see, that's the thing, though. It's like, yes, we need a wave like that, but it has to be good. Yeah. I mean, obviously it has to be good, but it's like, where is it? It, It's just... it's done, man. It's it's over. Well, it's not a wave out. It's not a wave. It's just a little, you know... It's a little ripple out there. I mean, everyone... Every, you know... You know, in mixed amongst all those shitty bands, there is one really good band. Yeah, but, absolutely. But there's there only will, one. There will be one, but you know, <laughs> it's like it, it's like nowadays. It's not like it was. You know, back in the day, you know, like when Nirvana was was okay. found and Soundgarden, and you know, even earlier, like Molly Crew, and earlier mm-hmm. than that, when Led Zeppelin was found, Rolling Stones. It's like you got guys going to bars to find these guys and sign them. It's like, all right, these guys have something. We're going to sign them, and we're going to make money off of them. Now, it's like, okay, you go out there, show us that you can make money on your own, and then we'll invest in you so you can make money for us. Right, and that's the way it is, dude. And that's the way it is nowadays, and that's why it's hard for anybody to really get in it. That's why like all these shitty bands make it, because they can market themselves better than they can perform. And they're a part of the wave. They're a part exactly. of the way that sounds like everything else. So you it's know, like the, you know, like this pit bull shit. I don't like it. That <laughs> that timber. Who song. does? No one likes it. The only one that likes it is pit bull because it's paying its mortgage. That's a timber. You know the harmonica player got paid a thousand dollars for that, and it was actually a rip off some song from the seventies. They still got paid a thousand dollars. Every time I hear that, all I hear is Cotton Eye Joe. That's true. That's it. That's what. But that's Cotton Eye Joe did well. You can't argue it. It it, it caught on, and that's probably it, what yeah, Pitbull was thinking. Shit, if, you man, listen, I'll, I'll, if you listen, if you listen to freaking, that Timber song, it's 
cliche after cliche after cliche. Right. It's ridiculous. That's all we want in our lives. It's just cliches. It's a, God, it's like a cliche dictionary, that whole song. <laughs> Face down, booty up, the six yeah. one and a half dozen, the yeah. other. <laughs> yeah, you'll forget the night, but I'll be the one down. you remember, and, you know. <laughs> what goes up must come down. <laughs> yeah. It's hard. If a tree falls, you hear it. (laughs) Bear shits in the woods. (laughs) (laughs) Just fucking awful. Cliche. It is. It's ridiculous. It it starts out the 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 bigger they are, the harder they fall. That's how it starts off. (laughs) What goes up must fall. We can do it. We can do it. Glass house. Yeah, right, exactly. And the great thing about this guy, Pitbull, he he can barely speak when you, I mean, literally, they have to, like, trying to say? manipulate his voice to make him sound good in the studio. He's trying to say English is a second language? And he doesn't take care of himself whatsoever. That guy's eating donuts and shit, and then he just puts on a nice shirt and gets on stage. Hey, He's just not taking care of it. <laughs> He's an awful looking human being. He looks like That's a... That's not nice. He's an awful looking... You know what are you trying to say? The guy, I don't you know, know. He does, you know, he... That's amazing. He that's likes so- his epinadas, so you're gonna you're gonna rag on him. That's not nice. Because he, he Pitbull's just an awful looking human being, and he and he made a mashup with a with a four in Kesha, <laughs> and somehow that song is a hit. Somehow that works. It works. It works. So uh, they know these producers know, man. They fucking know. Oh yeah, they're they're they like they're know. like there's like a pipeline from some sort of music company to like Pepsi and Coke and Toyota yeah. and Mercedes. Oh and yeah. We're gonna put out a song and it's just gonna go this way. And they know. And every company's gonna back they it. They know how to get go. into the populist yeah. brains, yeah, which is scary ridiculous. in a weird way. Like they know how to like essentially brainwash us. Not to get all like weird on it, but mm. it's like they kinda know how to get the majority of people into something. Yeah, it's retarded. Well see that's the thing. Like you know, it's like I hate to say it, but when it comes to shit like this, like um, they they know like, America will just eat this shit up, man. They'll eat it up, like, Gundam style. Yes! That song was freaking huge here. Yeah. You know why? Because this guy who makes, like, a dance that looks like he's riding a horse, singing some stupid shit in, in I don't know, what is it, Japanese, Korean, whatever it is. And it's like, you know what? Americans are going to eat this shit. They're going to eat it. And they're going to love it. And I'm going to get rich. No, you know, Jay in, the, Jay in the chat room nailed it because I agree. It's like, so he's like Taco Bell. Absolutely. Because Taco Bell, they figured out how to get into your brains and they just make you want to eat more and more of it. And they figured out what the whole uh, Dorito taco is like, okay, we're going to take something that you can't just have two of. You're going to have an entire bag of. And we're going to put our tacos in it. And it's going to be, it's going to be more ridiculous than cocaine. You're going to be like, you know, I'm going to, I'm done with the, I'm done, I'm done with the crack cocaine, <laughs> and I just want my nacho tacos uh, with Dorito shells. Today's music rant hour brought to you by hypertension. <laughs> hypertension, everybody. <laughs> uh, by, by the way, somebody who's trying to ride the wave that I guess she created was the teen mom chick turned porn star, Farrah Abraham. Oh, right, right. And uh, she made the porno with that guy who mm. she, uh, I guess... Claims it was like a sex tape stolen, but the guy is like James Dean, right? Isn't he like the famous, the most famous male porn star out there? He's the guy that banged. Oh, everybody. I guess, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, he is. I mean, you would know. I would know. <laughs> I don't know, but I know. I know from the TMZ. The guy's on TMZ. I mean, okay, he's always on TMZ. Right. Anyway, Farrah Abraham, and now she's uh, taking from from the the porno thing. She goes on to pop music now. Oh, right. Well, that, that makes sense. She releases a song. Apparently. I, I, I guess it was today, and the, and, the, and the title of the song is called "Blowing." <laughs> Stop! I swear to God, and I can play I like it for you if you want. 
I can play it for yeah, you. Play, go, go. play it. Play it. If you want. Here it is. Here's, uh, here's blowing. Don King. Only it, in America. It's, it's blow in, actually. No, there's no G on it. Uh, by Farrar <laughs> Abraham. Just sounds like ducks. Like quack, 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 quack. Here, here we go. You're going to love this one. Zapatangis. By the way, at any point, just yell the word pause, and I'll pause it if you have a comment, okay? Pause. But, yeah. <laughs> Wait, you haven't heard her sing yet. No, no, but she said, I'm blowing like the wind. Uh, Is that what she's saying? I thought she was. It, I thought she said I was blowing guys all day. <laughs> <laughs> That's logical. I can you know go back what? and rewind it. That, that sucked. That was terrible. She... I'm 28 seconds hear. into it, and half of that was a, uh, a, a silent graphic. All right, hold on. She's going to sound like every other dance female vocalist that is out there. Yeah, but it could be like something that stands out, Coco. You don't know. You haven't heard it yet. Give you know it a why chance. It stands out? You know why it stands out? Because why? she blew some dude. That's why. That's true. That's true. He, he's got a point. That's it. He's got a and point. another thing. Another it's not standing subject. out. Oh. It's released today. She's a famous person. It's got 7,000 hits. What's it's this really other not- thing? Porn isn't as good as it used to be. All right, right. now. Let me get through this. Go through this. Let me get through the Farrah Abraham thing, please. (laughs) Joey, many topics over here. Jesus Christ. Are you taking over for Piers Morgan on CNN? (laughs) We're going to start this show, Dicks of the Round Table. There we go. More Farrah Abraham song blowing. Yeah, Farrah Abraham's job. Pause. Did you hit? I just realized this is, is a way. This, of, in, yeah, is she Indian? Like, is this was this like is this like Indian music? I was trying to listen to the lyrics there. It, it just didn't make sense. I don't even know what the hell she was it, talking about. It it sounds like it sounds like Indian music. I just realized a guy. This would be like the ultimate pickup line for a guy. He could be dancing with some chick and be like, "You know who made this song?" And the girl's like, "What? Girl who made a sex tape? <laughs> really?" And then he's like, and she's like, "Really?" Like, you want to be famous? <laughs> <laughs> There's more. This poor shit. No, no more, please. You know what's disturbing is every time... Besides everything about it? I'm watching the video as I play it, and every time the hook comes, I'm blowing, I'm blowing, I'm blowing away or something. Yeah. she's It's, uh, it's a shot of her walking with her kid in the, like a pasture. Stop! I swear to God. Uh, and that's not bad? what I'm like... I don't think it, when anybody's... When, she's, when people hear her say blowing, I'm blowing away, they're not thinking of her walking in the pasture with her daughter. She, they're thinking of something else based on her past. What's the crappy metaphor she's trying to make there? Uh, is she fat? No, she's like... Because she sounds like she's out of breath when she's singing. <laughs> That's because she has a cock in her mouth. 
Oh. <laughs> I just had to say that it. That makes more sense. <laughs> I had to say it because I went out of the way to say the... crappy because I like I like struggled to say the word crappy. But that would deserve at least one C bomb. <laughs> that song is absolute duty. It is. It, there you it, go. It's ridiculous. It's a re- it, it it it's annoying that we even have to pay attention to this broad. She was on Teen Mom on MTV. Because she got pregnant when she was a teen, and she was awful at it. You know, we did this as a goof on the show. <laughs> We're celebrating this. No, we did this as a goof years ago, but I think we need to revisit it. We just need to put like a little vocal thing on your voice during the show, and I think we could just sell that as a single. Like we did the little vocoder oh, thing well, on yeah. us on the show. We did that as a sh- on a they show. They really day. did. Like her it's voice. Pointless. They like, it's totally nonsense. manipulated it. Like, like, Kieran, God, you could you could have a hit single by by making a sexual innuendo in reference to like dipping. You know, I want to dip it in. <laughs> I need to spit. Take me. Um, you know, you you make some like obscure yeah. references to emulators. I'm just I'm just you know referencing skull. Then you get like a deal with skull, and you could be a millionaire. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I just need a little vocoder and be like, I'm dipping. Put, that's ridiculous. I'm I mean, spitting. <laughs> <laughs> I don't swallow. Right. <laughs> Telling you, music is now just like See, he's rubbing. He's rubbing his beard. He's thinking about. He's thinking it. about. <laughs> it. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Free tip, huh? You're right, though. The the uh, beef supreme in the chat room. The the guys that their other uh, you know studio engineers are really loving this because everybody wants to be a pop star. They're getting a lot of work. They know? are. Because they're just getting in there, you know, throwing back a beer and putting some faders up and going, hey, go That's ahead and sing, it. honey. I'll figure it out later. That's it. <laughs> you know? Crazy. Yep. All right, Coco. All right, gentlemen. Thank uh, you, man. That was good. We'll talk to you later. It's good to talk to you guys. Have a great night. Have a great week. Yeah, you, you too, too, man. Take right. care. Don't kill Don't kill Kieran. Bye. All right. Bird up. There you go. <laughs> There's Coco. That... Song is just I can't believe it. I can't believe that even exists. Ridiculous. By the way, there was an earthquake in LA yes. today. And this is what it sounded like on KTLA five, channel five. Ginger, thank you. Coming up, more problems for a trouble. Earthquake. Theater. Yep. We're, we're having an earthquake. earthquake. <laughs> <laughs> There's this Okay, it, it appears to have stopped. Yeah. Um we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna jump right now to the to, yeah, to the U.S. Geological Survey. Uh, let's get right on that right now. That felt very uh, close. Very strong. Yeah, let's get right on that. Take over, Marty. Okay, um, I'm in the bag. I could be taken out of context. This last line here. Watch. What's that? Uh, let me play it. A close. Very strong. Yeah, let's get right on that. Okay. Who is the Judas? I'm bitch, and I got right a now, bitch and with got me. Stuff kind of here. Falling, we've okay. got some cro- some uh, sort of ceiling God! falling from uh, the rafters up here. All right, we want to get to Eric Spillman. Is he? He's actually uh, live right now. Eric Spillman, did you feel yeah, what we felt? We're, we're here. 
Absolutely. What was interesting is you said in Hollywood that you felt it, and then literally about 20 seconds, not 20 seconds, maybe 10 seconds later is when we felt it here in downtown Los Angeles. So there was a bit of a delay between when you felt it in Hollywood and when we felt it here in downtown Los Angeles. But it was a definite jolt, just one single jolt. Right. And oh, there you go. There was a earthquake in uh, Hollywood, and it was captured live during the morning news, Rock. And they were excited. It happens. Yeah. That's, there's earthquakes out in California. Shocking. 4.7 magnitude, Rock. <laughs> yeah. Here's an earthquake. sound now in here's, California. Here's a verbal earthquake. I can dig this. You take forever to say nothing. <laughs> and there we'll end it. There you go. Look at that. You take forever to say nothing. All right. So Courtney Love found the Malaysian Air thing. We figured that out. <laughs> we learned that. Uh, oh, Jim Ursay. Your the, boy. The owner of the Colts got uh, Poffer. Uh, well, he's charged with five felonies. Uh, DUI, driving DUI. Uh, that's pretty good for him, right? Mm-hmm. How do you own an NFL team? Oh, I get it. You know, you're a party. You're an owner, owner over an NFL team. You know, Why actually, are you driving? Actually, be, I, before I knew who Jim Ursay was, I knew like that he was an owner of the uh, but when I owner of the Colts. Uh, but when I learned that he got popped for like felonies, I was just like, how do you work to that level and become an NFL owner and then have get you know pop for DOI? I was like, I bet you this guy inherited the team. What happened? He inherited the team. So he didn't earn. He didn't, like, you know, build himself up in the world and then buy right. the Colts on his own. He got it from dad. He was like Tommy Boy. He got it from dad. He's Tommy Boy. He got the break company, and he, and he had to earn it. He yeah. had to do it the hard way. Yeah, he wasn't He wasn't a Tommy Boy. All right, so that's that's about it on that. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to do that story. And Earthquake in L.A., we're good. Okay. Got it. Well, yeah. we'll wrap up a little H-O-T-W. H-O- H-O-T-W. We like to call that hotties of the week, people. Hashtag H-O-T-W. Yeah. Uh, thank you to Coco for the uh, rock hour. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. It was, you know, it was something different. <laughs> yeah. It was good. I got a... F- oh, there it is. Okay. All right. Uh, hottie of the week time, everybody. Let's do this and get the F out of here on the LunaticRadio.com show. Do you want to fuck me? Do I? Yes, have some. Yes, have some. How do you want me? Go away, Peyton. I love this. Albert, Albert in, uh, in Twitter is like, well, Lunatic Great is playing a lot of crappy music, turning the stream off, going to watch F Troop on MeTV. Clearly not our target demo. <laughs> no. No. Clearly 1950s television. He really wanted our... Uh... He wanted the F-bombs. He was looking for that today. He was looking for the curse words and wacky banter, not music talk. I guess that's oh. what he was looking for. I don't know. But apparently he wanted to watch F-True from 1955. That's he wanted a, to rather watch that on MeTV. By the way. What's MeTV? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that is MeTV basically shows shows. Is that like your TV? Prior to 1975 uh. and older. Only. Sorry, Albert, we didn't do the show yeah. you wanted today. Very, I'm sorry, my he's friend. Been post, he's been Twittering, and we appreciate the Twitter yeah. posts. Some he's, shows aren't for everybody. You no. Know? But we did a little music talk today. I didn't know where we were going. I thought our grumpy old segment, grumpy old 
men's segment. Would we be had a guy in that covered South by Southwest. That was pretty good, right? You know. Ronnie Beans, he used to co-host the show with us. You know. Uh, all right, Howdy of the Week time, everybody. This is when we pick a chick from the world at a time. We do more Howdy of the Week. Pull in a second, do each other week. You can tweet us at Lunatic Radio with the name of the chick, a picture of her, and her Twitter handle, and we'll retweet those and then give you credit on air for it. So uh, I believe we have a few of those. So tweet us your Hottie of the Week picks at Lunatic Radio on Twitter. Rocket fire away. Who's our Hottie of the Week picks from the listeners on our Twitter feed? So we have... Uh, Benjamin's going with Scarlett. Scojo. Hansen. Scojo. pregnant. She's got the pregs. Prego. Steven's going with a floating uh, Kate Upton. Kate Upton. Yeah, the, the, can't go uh, wrong no with gravity. Him. If you Google no gravity Kate Upton, apparently. can't go wrong with a floating it's, Kate Upton. Do you know about? You don't know about that. You're just you're just saying. zero gravity. Zero gravity Kate saying, Upton from the uh, swimsuit in with swimsuit issue. I can't tell if you know what you're talking about. I do. You're just saying words. I'm spewing stuff out. <laughs> just saying words. It sounds like I got mine already. Uh, who are you done. going with? Thanks to the New York Post. Amanda Seifert. 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 See somebody? Seifert. Seifert. What is it? Seifert or Seifert? Amanda. Help me out here. Amanda Seifert. Howdy of the week. The real Rob Ford. Oh, there he is. Going with Mila Kunis. Yeah, before she got with the douchebag. Wait, who's Seifert? Before she got with the douchebag. That's fair. Uh, that's a good. Brian Rogan, Wu Tati Lee. Who is the Seifert person you're speaking? Amanda Seifert. Who is she? Oh, she's an actress chick. Everybody knows who she was. She was on Big Love. Okay. Uh, and she's been in a bunch of movies. Her. By the way, look. Wow, look at the post posting a picture like that. <laughs> they always do that. Jeez, they're awful. By the way, the NCAA men's basketball tournament this week. I'll give you my final four right off the top of the bat. I'm not even. I just my first time looking at the brackets. Here we go. I should pull up mine. Uh, my final four is a. Uh, I'll go with uh, Florida. Fuck, that's not a good pick. Oh, it is. That is because that's who I got. I'm gonna go with Florida, uh, Michigan State. Uh, Here's my final four. Oklahoma. Ooh, no, no, bad. I'm sorry. Not Oklahoma State I'm going to go with. Ooh, I'm going to go with Oklahoma State, and I'll, I'm going to take Wichita State because everybody's shitting on them, even though they're undefeated. In, uh, I'm going to go with I might them. need to change it. I got Florida, Arizona, Michigan, Wichita. I got Florida playing Wichita in the finals, and I got my tiebreaker, 76-70. My God, Rocket, that is, that is an awful final four. Why pick. is that awful? You're picking the undefeated team. Who, by the way, in their in their own bracket, they have Kentucky, uh, I believe Louisville, and I believe Duke oh, is in there. Louisville, Louisville. Actually, you know what? I'm going with Louisville. Fuck Wichita State. No, Louisville. you can't do that. <laughs> I didn't That's have that silly. Yet. That's I don't silly. know anything about college Wait, basketball where's the this Oklahoma year. State? I, I, Duke I, is down there. Duke is in. The, they screwed Wichita State. By the way, 34 0 and then they got to stick Louisville, Duke. And uh, whoever else Ooh, in there? They look at Wichita State, fifty-one to forty-nine right now. That's what Yahoo's saying right now. Wichita State, fifty-one percent over Duke. Who's your hottie of the week? Oh, I am picking um, this model, Joanna Lundback. L U N D B A C K. No, Joanna Lundback. Boy, you got a joke. There's <laughs> something there. Fuck. There's something there. I can't. I, I don't have the ingredients yet. There you go. I'm cooking it up, Rock. <laughs> Cooking up, cooking up a one. Where is go. Oklahoma State? Huh? Which, what, which region is Oklahoma? That's in Oklahoma, Rock. <laughs> which region? 
Oh, wait. I got uh, Gonzaga beating Oklahoma State. I'm you, gonna, you got Oklahoma State? <laughs> Based on my... I'm gonna, I trust you a little bit. But they're losing Arizona. I'm sorry. Where where is that being played? You know, actually, you got really got to look at where they're look at being that. played. Eighty-seven to thirteen. What are you talking about? You got to look at where it's being played. Where where's that being played? What do you mean? Why does it matter? Because sometimes, if if these types the, the the first round games they're playing in a region where a it's a it's an eight nine game. Okay, it's fine, like a fine, fucking fine, fine, toss up, dude. We got Oklahoma State versus Gonzaga. What's your concern? Uh, right now, Yahoo has Oklahoma State 61% over Gonzaga. I don't know why I didn't pick. I picked Gonzaga for the old school, like, you know, years. Yeah, I'm going to go with it. Days of yore. Yeah, but OSU is streaky, and streaky teams always kind of either they fall flat or they do great in tournaments. You're going to pick Weber State over Arizona? Is that what you're saying? Are you going to be that guy? Are you being that guy? <laughs> I think you are. I'm going to go with FS Austin over VCU. Of course, would. Of course I am. Come on, I like my final four. I feel good. I even got a nice final score there. 76 you 70. Pick, did you pick? Oh, you didn't pick FS Austin over VCU. No. Uh, you got Syracuse? Yeah, that's a good pick. I got to. Michigan State in the regional? Yeah. Come on. Look, I got a nice little setup oh, here. Yeah, Wisconsin's in there. You know what's going to suck? Imagine Creighton's I, good. You know what's going to happen? I'm going to run the table and I didn't play the billion dollar thing. That would fuck it. I'm playing the billion dollars. <laughs> Can I put? My... I would be so pissed off. Now I want to put mine in. What do you have to go through Yahoo to do that? Yeah. All right, Yahoo.com. We'll talk about more about the brackets next week. I guess. Let's go. Let's we have. To... All right. See you later, people. Bye. Bye.